Yes. Here we go. We're back at it. It is Wednesday night, and this is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show, Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Yes. It is. We did it. Somehow or another. Somehow or another, we made it. Hey, I'm your host, Pat Renwick, and uh, I'm pretty excited to be back. Um, quarantined. We are all in separate places. I am here in the studio at my house. Uh, Andy is at his abode in Hobart, Indiana. Uh, Ryan is in Chicago. Uh, no one knows where JP is. Hopefully, we'll find out later or on the chat board. That's a mystery. Uh, and Danny Mohan is... Uh, is all uh, uh, tucked into bed already, of course. He, it's, it's past his bedtime, but his parents are letting him stay up, and we're all here together to bring you guys tonight back to the show for the third time. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jordan Lee. Yes. Jordan Lee coming on tonight. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Kaboom, kapow. Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, honestly, doing a show... Um, in the, uh, you know, like with nobody here, it's just me, uh, but it's really all of us together in this bass fishing galaxy. And, uh, and I'm pretty excited about it. I'll tell you, um, Hey, want to also add that the great people at Abu Garcia, um, are giving you a chance to win the Revo beast, the, oh, the Revo X beast. Um, it's real easy. All you have to do is like and share this Facebook feed to your own page. Take it off private so we see it and we can put you in the randomizer. And Jordan Lee and a special guest big shot from Abu Garcia are coming on at the end of the show to give the goods away. So let's just let's keep going. Let's keep rolling and get on this crazy train. Um, hey, uh, how about we bring in uh, first off the bat? Our very own collegiate intern. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dickie Moe. It's Dickie Moe. Yeah. Woo. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Dickie. Let's try this. It's the experimental. Where are can you, you hear me? I can hear you, Dan. Awesome. Awesome. I think the fans can hear me as well. Uh, can they see my face? You know, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know, man, but I'm just winging this as we go along. And, yeah, uh, hey, I see Jordan just popped up on the bottom right there. Oh, but, holy, um, holy cow, look at you. All right, so anyway, Danny, man, this is kind of weird doing a show yeah. apart from each other, but we're making this happen, you know? We're, there it is. We're in the quarantine, but uh, we're making things happen, right? Yeah, hey, we're making it happen, honestly. I mean, with what we've been dealt with, uh, it's fun where you can still do the show like this. Honestly. Absolutely, <laughs> it's good. It's good to keep each other company, too, in the whole Bass Galaxy. But um, yeah, a, lo a lot of stuff, exciting stuff happening. Of course, we uh, we know about the Abu Garcia giveaway uh, for the mm -hmm. Revo X Beast, but um, correct. You know, uh, I think uh, there's some cool stuff going on in the old spring training as well, there isn't is. there? With our Carl buddy. had some tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> what's, Pat. what's he doing? Uh, yeah, so I'll give everyone the rundown on Carl's spring training. Essentially, Carl's spring training is loads of content and deals, uh, week by week basis. It's okay, essentially, actually, spring training. Um, there's educational videos, tips, tricks to make you better on the water. And then with that, they give you deals on these items. And by becoming a Carl's member, a Carl's member saves 30% shop wide. 
Becoming a Carl's member is honestly like a pro staff deal. I mean, you're saving 30%. Better than a pro staff. Are you kidding me? Oh, didn't you hear, Danny, that since everyone's getting real right now in the world, that most people that are not pro staffs, like, they oh. they manned up and they took they took themselves they took pro staff off of their profile. You know what I yep. mean? Now oh, they're it's, yeah, <laughs> they're just back to fishermen. I like it. That's the, that's the resurgence. But anyway, it, awesome. Thirty percent off most items uh, at Carl's. Amazing. And of course, uh, what's great? Uh, it's 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 all different products available to you. The serious and non-serious fishermen, the professional and non-professional. Bingo. Like me. And that's the, that's the coolest part, in my opinion. That's absolutely awesome. Hey, but, uh, uh, dude, so what else is pretty awesome is that Stray Cast has a new uh, partner in crime in this endeavor here, and that is Half a Spot. Half yes. a Spot has joined us, and that's a pretty unique deal. It's a pretty unique app. It's um, it's built by fishermen for fishermen. You know what I mean? Kind of like like that old boat yeah. commercial. <laughs> you know what I mean? But oh, it- exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly really digging Half a Spot. Half a Spot is so cool as long as the community gets involved with it, which it's really taken off. Um, it basically is built to enhance not only your fishing experience, but your hunting experience. Uh, you can locate the hottest spots in town, which is a really big deal to me. I mean, uh, it's yeah. kind of a, almost an expressway. To knowing where to go, what to use, you can share your trophies, and you can interact with these other fishermen and hunters. It's it's its own social networking for fishing and hunting. I mean, it's it's an awesome thing they did there. So that's half a spot. Download yeah. the half a spot app on iTunes or the Android, and uh, and uh, see some uh, some cool peeps on there. Get to know some friends in this whole common bond that we share of of the outdoors Bingo. of the outdoors, Bingo. man. Hey. I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've just started using it, but dude, half a spot is going to take off. Honestly, once everyone gets using it as a community, uh, it's just that much better of a social networking to learn from others, see what others caught, where they're going. I mean, it really, it's going to be legit. I'm excited for half a spot. Yeah, absolutely. Danny. Well, well, well said too. I think, uh, I think everybody, once they get a little taste of it, they'll, they'll see what it's all about. Um, yeah, and go- speaking of, speaking of taste of it though, or, or oh. did you have something to say, Dan? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Re- wait a I'm minute. I'm ready to... Re- <laughs> wait. <laughs> Speaking of taste of it, last week, uh, or two, three weeks ago, time flies, um, we were proud to announce another uh, uh, sponsor to the show, uh, Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey. And, Danny, you got a little Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey right there. Uh, boom, kapow. And, and what is going on with, like, I know that the people at Tin Cup had sent us something, and there is a, there is a new game is that right there is a what is this tell me what this is the new game the new game coincides with the show we got going on so every wednesday we're gonna call it the everybody drink it's called the everybody drink and we're gonna have hot words once a hot word is used a tin cup uh whiskey comes with an actual shot glass on top that's the cap to it okay each time one of these words that pat says is used during the show you're gonna pull out your shot glass and you're gonna pour yourself a shot and uh, it just depends what type of night it is. I mean, sometimes these hot words are going to get used a lot. Sometimes okay. they're not. I, I mean, it sounds fun, right? Oh, man. It's an interactive drinking game. What better to do during quarantine? Are you kidding me? Wow. Okay, so this is the Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey Everybody Drink Game. Everybody drink, <laughs> Okay. And everybody, before anybody even says anything, Danny is, yeah, of course, He's 22. 22 years old. Yes. Yes, he, yep. he is. So, Danny, the, so the what's what are we doing? What's the deal? How do we do this? So what are we doing? So yeah. uh, 
I don't know. I, I'm thinking of a hot topic or a word that's not going to get used too much because we're not trying derb. to be plastered. Derb. 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 Derb's perfect. Every time derb is used tonight, if you're derb. a 10 cup whiskey owner, pour your little shout out. Boom. 10 cup whiskey. Derb. Well, I said it. I said derb. Okay, so every time there it is, ten cup Mountain whiskey. Dude, oh, it's so smooth and good. Honestly, <laughs> you crack I, me up. That's outstanding. All right, you better start saying derb a lot tonight, man. This hey, is the quality. And if you product. don't have any ten cup whiskey and you, you want to enjoy any beverage, please play along with that. And derb, and then and then what else, Dan? One more word. Let's do something else. Not don't, you don't need another drink yet. D d tell me another word. I even brought. Slow, dude, slow down, kid. Ice the ice cube, the ice cube is a uh, it's the ball. I came prepared tonight. <laughs> I I got gotcha. you. So what's another but, um, word? Anytime another, another what? Hot, another hot word tonight. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Derb's a good one. A word for big fish. How's that? Anytime. Yeah, big. Whenever Pat says, says like Schlugen, giant, or Jordan, big. maybe Jordan might say old bigs or something. You never know. Well, you, never you never know. know. It's a wild card. All it's right. a wild card. You never know. That's Danny Mohan, Dickie Moe, our intern, uh, JP High running the chat board. Ryan Popcorn Whitaker at home, too, on the chat board playing around. We'll have everybody together uh, tonight uh, at the end of the show. Uh, after Jordan, we're going to have a free-for-all. It's going to be amazing. Uh, hey, let's do it. Let's do this. Put your power poles down. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back with the return of Coleman High's very own Jordan Lee. That's right. Don't go. Coming right back. Peace. The all-new XF Series by Crestliner. Simplistic perfection with performance features built on a platform for success. The amazingly affordable XF Series by Crestliner. A brand new way to reel in bass. For more information and to find your local dealer, visit Crestliner.com today. The Crestliner Real Deal Sales Event. The best time to buy is now at Crestliner.com. Save up to $3,000 today. Hey, it's Carl, and I've got some big plans this fishing season. I'm hoping to get in the best shape of my life to have some of the best fishing of my life. And I want you to join me for Carl's Spring Training. Let's get it. This is the mountain, and this is mountain whiskey. Unspoiled, untamed, forever wild. There's no safety net, no way down. Up here, it's just man and the mountain and his tin cup. Tin cup whiskey. Mountain whiskey. The TH Marine Hydrowave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The Hydrowave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The Hydrowave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. booster ignition, and liftoff. As a professional angler, I rely on my equipment to be successful on the water, and my eyewear is no exception. Oh, 
yep, yep, good one. Six pounder, seven pounder. From daylight till dark, every single day of my life, in the truck, on the water, my Amphibia eye gear provide 100% polarized protection. They're ANSI safety rated for impact, and best of all, they float. Bite me! It's a command to the fish. Quality jig heads with quality components. With tried and true tackle like the big dude Gobi head, the hunter or Jacob head, or all new tackle like the jackpot net head or buster swim bait head. Bite me! It's a command to the fish. Get the lead out and visit BiteMeTackle.com today. Hey guys, Micah Frazier here. I've got a bait from War Eagle Baits called the Buzz Toad. Big thing lately has been putting a toad style bait on a buzz bait and preferably it's my favorite way to fish one. Uh, this bait here's got a quick planing head, a great hook, and it squeals right out of the package. Uh, the, the body of this bait is big and bulky so it allows you to skip it. It, it planes quicker than a skirted bait would. Um, in my opinion, it's just the way to, it's the way to fish a buzz bait. So y'all check this thing out, it's pretty awesome. If you want to throw farther, get some Kevin Van Dam's line and lure. You can launch it a mile. Still going. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Every once in three blue moons comes a bass fishing superstar. Straight from the heavens of the bass galaxy. Ladies and gentlemen, we give to you for the third time ever on this bass fishing super show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we give you Jordan Lee. Yes. It's Jordan Lee. Oh my What's gosh. Up? What's up, Jordan? Man, I'm just hanging out right now. Uh, dude, what are you up to? Uh, dude, I am just doing the same thing. I was like, this is so nerve-wracking for me um, as a bass fishing talk show uh, host right now because, like, it's so weird to be in a room by myself when there's, like, when it's usually, like, it, it, the room is filled with laughter and glee. And now I'm, like, yeah. I'm just, like, you know, I'm, I'm reading... I'm reading the Bass Blaster between commercials, you know? You're, you're lonely. I, I am, but I, I am so happy that we are here to keep each other company, Jordan, and that you and I and the rest of the crew can keep the entire Bass Fishing Galaxy company in a, in a shitty time like now, you know? No doubt, man. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy times right now. Of course, everybody knows that. But, yeah, to be on here with you, man, hang out, you know, talk a little fishing. Uh, talk a little life, whatever. Absolutely, uh, I think, man. I think it's good. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, you know, like speaking of 
Speaking of life, man, I mean, let's just get the, the fishing credentials out of the way right away. We read your file, you know. We'll do it. We'll uh, do it. I mean, like, here's the deal. Like, earlier, we, we probed Ronnie Moore, you know, like, we probed him good. But from six feet away, of course. You know what I mean. Of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, you know, because he, he holds all the sacred stats for all the bass fishing galaxy. It's Ronnie Moore, and then he, he hands him over to Popcorn Whitaker, our guy, you know. Oh. So that, that's how it happens here. But six years as a professional angler, is that correct? I think I think that's right. Yeah, 2015 uh, was my first year when I fished the late series. Okay, okay. Uh, and, and basically $1.42 million. Sounds probably something similar to that every yeah. hey, everybody <laughs> likes to count professional bass anglers money so let's just yeah you know what i mean right now i get it you're yeah, you're it's, it's, you're, it's you're, you're a you with right one yeah 1.4 gazillion dollars that you i don't know for. where i say i always wonder where all those earnings actually go <laughs> i think you know let's just say probably a good third of that's back to the government so yeah you know exactly i like to take off pretty good chunk off that but you got them mason jars i heard about over there in the in the woods of coleman you know coleman we, we probably do have a couple you yeah. know down by smith lake you know there, there's plenty of that going on yeah yeah no i mean not just full of shine but i mean full of that money the extra money you know what i mean uh, i don't know about that from the shine the money from the shine and the ginseng the shine, and, and the, the shine, ginseng the shine's probably i know a couple guys you know i'm not gonna mention their names on you know, a national uh, whatever, <laughs> yeah, Facebook live deal. But yeah, you got a plug, do. man. <laughs> you got a shine plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not saying I buy from them, but I know, I know the guy. What's your favorite flavor? Man, I don't, I'm not a big moonshine guy. Okay. But uh, I've gotten some from them. From gotcha. The sort. When, when you need to uh, warm up a bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, we were actually just talking about it just a minute ago, but uh, yeah, he makes all kinds of different, you know, the sweet stuff, but I'm not really into it. Hey, uh, so back to your stats, man. Back to back to the deal here, man. Um, of course, two-time Bassmaster Classic champion. Uh, but, but what I want to get at here, and I just got this texted to me right now. Hot off the press. Oh, dude, hot off the press. Now, you have earned, as we said, the $1.42 million. You have caught in your career of bass fishing 2,327 pounds of bass, Jordan Lee. That's that's a lot of pounds. That's a lot of LBs, right, bro? That's a lot of LBs. You, you yeah. hear me, broski? I, I, okay. wonder if that's, I wonder if that's MLF's updated. Too. No, no, actually, I don't. No, it's not. This is going off older stats. We, we don't have all that. They don't have it broken down for us yet, and we need to find yeah. someone to probe at MLF. So if you have any... That's, that's that's my bass. That's my bass elite career. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah no, no. Right. That's what that's all I got to work with right now. I mean, get, like, I hear you. give me some. Hey. I I need somebody to probe at the at the milfs. You know what I mean? That's I need tough. to probe a milf. You know, that's tough. That's tough to do. That's tough to track down. But yeah, that's that's quite a few bass over you know six years for sure. So hear uh, me out. Hear me out, Jordan. Good. Hear me out, dude. Two thousand three hundred twenty-seven pounds over at bass. Okay, right? Yeah, dude. Here's what that equated to. $487 a pound. Dang. That's that insane. Bad. That's insanity. That's not bad odds. 
that's pretty darn good. That I think that beat uh, um, Uncle Kevy's record almost. Ooh, Uncle Kevy. Yeah, but he's got he's got a lot of more years, you know. So I mean, the the more years you do it, probably the the you know there's a good chance that you're gonna have a couple. You know, I like that you're staying humble, and I like you only bass. fished five. Yeah, it is a lot of bass. It's it's a it's, it sounds good though. I mean, I, I like to, you know, but it it takes like two thousand pounds of bass to win a MLF. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, exactly. So. And I seriously want to see those stats. I'm not kidding. I can't wait until those kind of things are available to us to give comparisons of like, you know, like dude, you had the crazy day. I knew following. We'll get to that. We'll get to some of that later. But I mean, yeah. dude, I mean, it's like, you know, add all that. Different to track. It's definitely different to track. You yeah. Know, compared. I mean, because every, every, every tournament's different and, you know, the numbers, whatever you catch is, is different. But yeah, that'd be cool to see, to track down in a year or two, see what, see what everybody's caught so, over the last. So who do I call at MLF to get, to get stats? Like who are to, are to push or petition for stats? I know they they definitely keep track of it. Just call Marty. Should I call Marty up? Marty probably. I, I or mean, JT. JT knows everything. J- hey, we we got some downtime right now. Somebody can come up with some stuff. Dude, JT is like JT is a great mind. Did you know that? Like he is so smart, yeah. dude. That you he's so smart that he doesn't even know that we know that he's not smart. You know he's that smart. Yeah, yeah, he's different level. Yeah, he, you know, you wouldn't look at you wouldn't you wouldn't think of that by looking at JT, right? The long hair, he's got the flow like you, but it must be something with the flow. Yeah, we I think we, that the guys with the flow, you know, we're special. Got the IQ, yeah. <laughs> I, I we're we're special, man. But dude, pretty pretty impressive stats. Pretty impressive stats, man. Thank you, appreciate um, it. Dude, we got that out of the way. There's there's the butt kissing done right now. I like that. Yeah, uh, you can get that. Out of the way. Uh, all right. Let's now let's get to the nitty gritty. I want to go and talk about a day in the life of Jordan. And what I'd like to do is bring you through multiple stages of your life. Okay. And and let's let's go back. Let's this is a day in the life of Jordan Lee. And not that exciting, but yeah. No, no, we're going if it's not exciting, I'll make it exciting. Don't worry, Jordan. I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. So here we go. So let's go back to and uh, let's and I don't Andy I don't know if you can hear me but if you could turn that down just a tad on the adjustment we're doing all this on that's perfect thank you sir I don't mind doing uh, doing it like this you know what I mean this is like Jordan the cowboy can you hear that music Jordan I, I can definitely hear it. it's like Wild West yeah man it's got a little Wild West thing going on I see you dodging tumbleweeds. You know what I mean? So I'm going to take you back to the summer when you graduated high school. What year was that? What, what year was that? Let's see. Graduated high school in 2009. So it would be the, yeah, the summer of 2009. Okay. Okay. And what was... So doing, 10, what 11 was, years ago. What was that, uh, what was that Jordan Lee doing? What was a day in the life? Of that Jordan Lee in 2009, you know, break it down. What's a typical day for you? So 2009, I got out of high school. I guess what in May. Uh, had the summer. I know right around that time I was working with my dad. Okay. Um, 
I was fishing a pretty good bit. Of course. Too, of course. Um, and I know I was getting ready for college. You know, I had uh, had to go down to Auburn for the summer for like probably a week. And then besides that, I was working at my dad's office um, and fishing, you know. and uh, Did you I, know I at that, that time? Did you know what you wanted to do? Oh, no doubt. Okay. Um, you know, I think I think I knew early. Kristen and I were actually talking. Uh, it was it was just kind of random, but it came up um, about high, high school, and you know, I was telling her like I knew like because I like wrote something in a paper early on in high school, like not tenth grade, you know, saying what I wanted to be, and uh, which was a professional fisherman. So I knew, you know, around that time, early in high school. Um, and it just kind of evolved from there throughout high school and, you know, going into college. Gotcha. And, and, and it was a feeling. I mean, it was something that maybe you thought deep down, like, I can do this. I can make a career out of this. And, and you're kind of like, you know what? Um, you know, uh, what, do they, what do they say? Uh, uh, live fast or die trying or, li- or die hard and live fast or die hard trying or Tokyo Drift 3, whatever, you know? Yeah, I know the saying you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty much a mentality like, you know, in high school, man, like going back, you know, it's all I thought about. And I, you know, to this day, I mean, I still, that's pretty much all I think about. I mean, nothing's really changed. But, <laughs> I mean, it was like, that was it, you know, and it was kind of a dream, you know, to, to do it full time, but it was, uh, I mean, that's kind of all it was then because, you know, you're in high school. I knew I had college coming up, and so I knew it wasn't going to be anything quick, you know, okay. but that's, it was always the plan. So that summer now, before we move on, that summer, yep. and you're looking back at your entire four years of high school, yeah. what's the biggest amount of trouble you got in that, that, that you wish you could have a do-over on? wish i could do over yeah like not do it like not like not have done it well what'd you do what's the biggest trouble you got into i, I could tell about you yeah i mean i was mischievous i, I wasn't a big troublemaker um I, I got suspended in high school uh i think two different times um, <laughs> You're kind of like Ron Burgundy, anchor man not uh, yeah. once uh, but uh, nine times just, just twice. Oh, just and twice. it was okay. only for a day or two. Um, but uh, What'd you do, bro? Man, I got suspended in in high school. I know one time was in art class. Uh-oh. Uh, and, man, my art teacher was crazy. I'm going to blame it on her. <laughs> uh, throwing it bat- out there. I actually saw her like a year, year ago. Uh, when I was getting my wisdom teeth taken out, and I recognized her. Of the course. pain came back, didn't it? It came back quick. <laughs> but I, I didn't really do anything crazy, man. Like I think, uh, you know, me and a, a friend in high school, I like I broke a pencil or like was just acting out, and she was just just she, like went off on me. Yeah, she she was uh, taking it out on you. Yeah, she took it out Mrs. on Mrs. McGillicuddy. Uh, screw her anyway. We don't even need her. Yeah. And, and that was uh, – so I got suspended for that. The other time, I'm trying to really think uh, – I mean, I just did little little stuff. I mean, we, we went – you know, we did 
donuts out in the soccer field. <laughs> cool stuff like that. I'm with you. I like it. Just I like high school, it. You know, just yeah. high school stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like it. All right. So that's bad. So really nothing. I mean, I wouldn't take that back anyway. Roll with that, man. That's all you. Yeah, I, roll with it. There, there's nothing really I would have taken back, yeah, you know. Yeah. I drove, you know, I remember picking up some girls when I was 15 and I wasn't supposed to be driving and me and a buddy. How'd they fit on the skateboard? We were leaving my house and my mom passed me and saw me. (laughs) That's great. And uh, I remember looking at my phone and uh, me and a friend and, you know, these, these two girls, they were our age. And uh, I remember looking at my phone, it said mom. And it was like my whole life just shrunk. Yeah, dude. That feeling. Just some little stuff. Like <laughs> That's good high school time. Jordan stories. Thank you for sharing that with the Bass Galaxy. We appreciate that. Yeah, just fun, fun <laughs> stuff. All right, but. let's move on. 2014 College Derb Champion. The College Derb Champ. The Carhartt yep. College Series Champ. The flat, fast forward. What? Fast forward four years later. Four years, six, yes, sir. Four or five years later, yep. Yeah. Me and my brother. I uh, know that was me and actually my partner, Shane Powell. Powell, who okay. made it to the Shane. finals. And, uh, yeah, you know, winning that, that kind of uh, boosted boosted me to the classic and it really set me up because I was graduated from college. So it was really perfect timing. So that you know, was right after college. That was like after right after your senior year. That was right after. Like, uh, I graduated in December and I finished the classic in February. Wow. Okay. So. Okay. So let's take that period of your life. What's a day in the life of Jordan like then? I mean, we your career has progressed, but now so I graduated college. I'm out of school. I qualified for the classic. Okay, and my brother's just now starting to graduate. You know, he had a kind of a weird deal there in the school, but we both signed up for nine opens. Um, so the next year we were pretty much all in. Um, and, uh, we had a place in Auburn still. And so we were, I was living there and I was, you know, kind of living in back in Coleman with my parents, um, for just probably about six months, but we were on the road so much, you know, with nine opens, I, I fished my first open in January. So right. like I was just going, jumping straight into it, you know? And, uh, I was pretty much just all in, you know, I had a little money saved up, not much, you know, probably five, 10,000, not, you know, nothing crazy to to ramble a little though. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that was pretty much, you know, I was, I was on the road. Nice. Um, and just kind of getting ready for the classic and, uh, and and let me, let me ask you this. So you talked about, you know, when you were in that, summer between high school and college and you knew at that time you knew what you wanted to do now we've jumped ahead five years you graduated college yeah and how is that feeling now is it feel more solidified for you in your decision I mean obviously qualifying for the classic but how's your confidence level at this time in your life I mean it's it's kind of unknown you know the 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 professional fishing you know coming right out of college and and, you know, wanting to be a professional fisherman, like a full-time for real, like, I mean, you have to qualify for the elites. Um, and it's not easy. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, my kind of, 
my my game plan was, you know, was to guide a little bit and uh, and and just go all in. And I, I it was kind of a no. I didn't have a backup plan really. It was kind of just like <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I mean, it was just like okay, I'm going to do this until you know what you I can't call do it? anymore. It's called Ferris Bueller in it, Jordan. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, you know, my parents supported both me and my brother that really that 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 year or probably you know half that year. You know, they helped us out a little bit, um, but they weren't like you know it, it wasn't like. I was going to lean on them for three, four years. Like this was just a little boost to, you know, help us out with gas and, and just see where it went. Awesome, man. And now uh, I'm going to get, jump forward to like the first time that I was kind of like, who the hell is this Jordan Lee dude? All right. And that would right. be, that would be like Cayuga. And I think that would have been like, what, what is that now? Is that like 15, 16? I think you came, you almost won that derb. Yeah, that was six. That, that, so that was that was uh, so I would qualify. Everybody that drink. <laughs> that was the uh, what's that? See, every time I say derb, there's a tin cup mountain whiskey drinking game. So every time I say derb, um, everybody drinks. Everybody drinks. All right. Well, <laughs> everybody drink. There it is. All right, thank you, Jordan. That, that was a year later, 2016. Um, there at Cayuga. That was in June of 2016, I believe. Or 15. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that's when I okay. first, I'm like, this dude's good. I'm like, all right, I could see. You know, you could tell, you could tell if you've been around fishing a while, you can tell when there's naturals. And, and you see, and let me say, maybe natural is not the word to describe it, but you seemed very comfortable. Like, awkwardly comfortable at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> going, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't really get worked up in tournaments and uh when I get dialed in, you know, which is not every tournament, but when I when I get, you know, I feel comfortable doing what I'm doing, you know, fishing, I feel like I'm more relaxed and I'm confident, you know. Uh, but on those tournaments that nobody sees me on camera and I'm struggling, <laughs> it's kind of the total opposite. Is it is that how it is? Yeah, it's kind of how it is. Okay. You know, everybody thinks I'm, <laughs> But I, when I, I'm scrambling, you know, that's that's how I am. So I'm totally different when I'm not catching them as good. But, yeah, that tournament was uh, – that was a good one. Definitely a good, good one for me. Uh, but, yeah, I was I was definitely uh, – my brother and I both were, you know, sharing info. Yep. And, and he kind of got me on this, this pattern. Um, but, yeah, that was just a – that was a fun tournament. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And I think that was kind of like uh... – when America was like, "Hey, look at these Lee brothers! I see, uh, I see what's going on here." You know, except I mean? Ke- except Kevin was, you know, we always we laugh about it now, but when he won, he like cracked open a bush light and was like spewing it everywhere. Yeah. That, was, uh, <laughs> that was my first taste of getting beat by Kevin. <laughs> the old thumb down from Uncle Kevy. Yeah, that was pretty much the the bush light spraying, and what did, that's what I from that tournament. What did, when you won your second classic? I think. That we had you and Rick Clun on the same show, and then and then Kevin came on and, and was just razzing you. I can't remember what he said. He he called you J Lo, the dancing 
uh, yeah. bass monkey or something. He, he's called me that a couple of times. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. He must have a J-Lo fetish or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can tell, right, as he would say. We, yeah. could, we could tell. Yeah. We could tell. All right, here I'm taking you to the 2017 Bassmaster Classic. You are the champion. A day in the life of Jordan Lee after the 2017 Bassmaster Classic. Tell us. Let's see. Okay, so right after that classic, um, it just everything just kind of blew up for me. Um, you know, the, the come from behind. I mean, that was, that was kind of the story. And I mean, everybody still. I mean, I get more comments on that day than anything. Um, I mean, still to this day. So I mean, that was a uh, definitely a crazy moment. Yeah, dude. And, and just changed everything. Kind of solidified. You know a professional angler, you know, you know, at the time, 25 years old, you know, you win a classic and I mean, it just, it doesn't make anything easy. I mean, cause I still had the year to, 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 you know, to finish and everything, but I mean, it was a huge boost for me in every aspect. I mean, that's really all there is to it. I mean, it was just a amazing a, once in a lifetime moments, you know, <laughs> that turned uh, up into it <laughs> turned out differently than that, than a once in a lifetime moment. But <laughs> yeah, but at the time, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. And the day in the life was really just still, still fishing. I mean, like I said, I had the whole year left and had a lot of work to do, but, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a big moment. You know? Yeah, dude. I mean, and seriously, the the come from behind, and like the deal with they say that everything in life happens for a reason, right? That's things are kind of predetermined, and 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 I believe I believe this, Jordan, that uh, you know that our our lives are in in a in, in a higher power's hand, just plain and simple. Okay. Oh yeah, and, I agree totally. And um. You winning that Bassmaster Classic and how you won it, like, come on, dude, that's supposed to happen, you know? Yeah, I mean, like when I'm, you know, going back to that tournament, I remember like it was just an eerie feeling when my motor, like I remember vividly running down the lake, and uh, you know, my motor was just like literally just my art, my my miles per hour. I could just see them going from like. You know, I was running probably 65, and uh, it was just steadily going down. And it was like running 40 in my boat. My boat, I'm just having it pinned. <laughs> and, you know, when I got when I got under that bridge and I got to the point that was right there, it was just like a weird feeling. Like, you know, this – it was just like something could happen today because, I mean, it was just like I, – I was felt like God was just telling me to, you know – I mean, it's, it was just weird. He was just like telling me to, you know, this is where you're going to be for the day. And this is where you need to be for the day. Set up camp. And I, and I knew in the back of my head, this is where I need to be. And it just, uh, you know, it, I got the bots that day. He sure so. did, man. He sure did. And got dude, awesome on that mop jig deal too. Yeah, that was cool. That was a, that was a little gunnersville, little, little, little throwback gunnersville. Uh, when the ledge fishing was, before ledge fishing was cool, you know, and everybody was doing it. I, I wasn't great at it, but me and a couple of my buddies, you know, learned how to find them on our units 
and uh, you know I, I, I was catching some big ones offshore you know a couple years prior on that mop jig and so I had them in my boat and I was like you know we're going after big ones you know I need to need to throw this so. everybody drink <laughs> he said big ones okay that's another key word apparently is big fish there it is there word, it. big ones biggins old bigs <laughs> dude um oh, oh my gosh <laughs> so have you ever done that uh the deal with the with the mop jig like as a shallow water swim jig type deal like a wake bait <laughs> i've never i've never thrown like the the round rubber on a swim jig <clears throat> um but you know the deal with that mob jig when it's on the bottom you know it just flares out so much <clears throat> i got choked up take your time man oh uh, no but it, it flares up so much you know it's such a big profile and uh there's just something about it and i mean i, I could have caught those fish probably on a regular football jig i mean i'm i didn't really try it um but when it's just sitting there, I mean, I was fishing it really slow that day. And, uh, when it's sitting there, it's always kind of, yeah, moving it's them. pulses like that. I, 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 and, yeah, it does. And, uh, you know, the one I was throwing, I mean, it, I just had some confidence. It was just confidence bait. I mean, like I said, I could have thrown probably some other baits down there, but, uh, All right, so I tried a lot of, you know, I tried a lot of different stuff on that spot, but that, that's kind of what they wanted the best. Describe a bite on that jig during that 2017 Bassmaster Classic oh. on that like describe the bite Jordan what you were feeling man so when they would thump that jig they would you know it would just be complete slack I mean those, <laughs> when you when you get a six seven pounder and, and and when they they you know you can feel them out there you know they thump it once and it's just slack they're just swimming you know and a couple times, that's all it was. And when you lean into them, you know, you know when you set the hook, I was, you know, I, I gave them a pretty good jerk. And I mean, they're just sit out there. Yeah. I mean, that's the best feeling ever. Just kind of wallow. Uh, it was nasty. Oh, I mean, a love couple it. of them, they were definitely, you know, it was like those just dream jig bites. I, I love it. That's called the, the JP line cutter or the wrist herder when you crack them. You know what I mean? That's what it was. Dude. Hey, we're going to go to the transition now. The 2018 Bassmaster Classic, okay? And then on to your win on the Bass Pro Tour. Like, all happened. Like, boom. It was like, boom. it was like, it was just like crazy. It had to be absolutely insanity in your life. Your life had to be chaos, bro. It, it was, I mean, you know, just being a, like I said, just basically a kid. I mean, 25, 26, you know, and that, that age. Um, and, you know, come out of college and you're just wanting to make a living at it <laughs> to win in the classic. And, uh, you know, the following year at Hartwell, you know, you don't, you don't ever think about in a, in a tournament like that, you, you go into it with the mindset. Yeah. You know, you, you want to win, but the odds are kind of stacked against you. It's got to be just a, it's got to be meant to happen, you know, like we were talking about earlier. But it, it got turned upside down for sure. I mean, it was a, a lot of changing going on. I mean, and, and the, you know, the sponsorships got, I was in some, you know, contracts, but it, it got a little bit better, obviously. And, and my, you know, growth just as an angler 
you know, the confidence I had was, was all getting Sky better. High. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, uh, it was, uh, the most key moment. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. Yeah. But dude. Hartwell was, you know, that, that tournament going into that tournament, I really didn't have anything. I mean, I had caught a couple off docks in practice, uh, <laughs> caught a few spots, you know, a couple, couple places that I've caught some spots, but, you know, turned out to be, you know, it was a tough tournament. You know, it was, uh, it wasn't an easy tournament. I didn't win with that big of weight. I wasn't catching, you know, just, uh, unbelievable weight, but, uh, I just kind of put it together through the tournament and, and fished a lot of new water. And, uh, yeah, I remember you running around. I was running around a lot. You know, I didn't have like a Creek I was going to and catching these fish. Like I was, you know, just really just winging it. Like I've never done it before, like just crazy winging it. And what I would you, go what, with these pop. Were you throwing, what were you throwing? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. The wacky rig. And then what you were some other bait. I can't remember. I, I was throwing, uh, I got the baits in there. I was throwing the same bait that Hank won. I was throwing a deep diving mega bass. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. And I was throwing a little swim bait and oh for the spots. And then I was throwing a, a you know wacky worm Run skipping around the stocks. Nico Nico rig. I remember. Okay. Um, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, that was, no, no, that that tournament was was crazy. You know, just. The, the last day was, was when it really happened. You know, I had a good day the first day, fell off. I was in probably sixth, seventh, eighth place the, the second day. And that last day, I was just running new water. And uh, I went in this pocket down by the dam. And I pulled in there, and I can see fish swimming, like, by, by the boat. <laughs> like, I'm fishing these docks. And I, I'm catching fish off the docks, and I'm seeing fish out, out beside me. Like, literally – in the middle of the pocket, just swimming around and I'm seeing them under these docks. I'm seeing them everywhere. And I called up all, you know, in a, probably two hours in that pocket. You're feeling um, good. Weren't you feeling good? You know, got <laughs> probably 30 boats on me at the time. <laughs> and, and you know, you know, what's going on, you know, you're close, you know, you can't look at the, the, the bass track or whatever, what, you know, you can't look at the bass track, but I knew, it was, it was going, going my way, but you still don't think, you know, Jason Christie and all these other guys had, you know, 20, 20 pounds a day. So I'm, I'm about seven pounds back. I mean, I only got 15, 16 pounds. It's not looking too like you're going to win. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that, that pocket was, was, a uh, it was magic. It was it was special. You, you know, Ferris Bueller did again. That's what you did. You Ferris Bueller did. See how you did that? Ferris Bueller did. And <laughs> I really thought I, you know, I thought I lost that tournament on my my last cast. I had a one between six and seven that was sitting under this dock, and I, you know, I, I seen it from a long ways away. That water was super clear, and I remember skipping a that you know wacky worm to it. Perfect cast blows up on it under the dock. And was swimming to me, and I, I could see my worm in its mouth, and it just kind of disappeared. And I leaned into it, and it took my took my bait. Oh. Um, and I had to ride back to the ramp, thinking, you know, that was the one that was going to cost me because it would have been a, 
you know, a big day, but it was meant to be, you know, you know, and it happened it again. Tough. It was tough, tough, tough day on a lot of guys. You know, that's what it turned out to be. I didn't have a magical day that day, but you know, it was just a tough bite on a lot of, a lot of the top guys that day, but boom, there it is. Second victory history making joining Kevin Van Dam and Rick Clun in the club. Pretty damn cool for, let's just say it, a kid at that time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, still, come on, dude. Still am. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – I don't know. The words couldn't really describe it. I, I remember I stayed up a little later that night. <laughs> um, I, you know, I stayed – the, the the year before, you know, I won the Classic, and I was so tired and mentally drained. I just went to bed. And uh, when I won it that next year, I was like, all right, I'm staying up. I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. Be, I'm gonna enjoy this. Yes, and sir. uh didn't get much sleep that night. I had to be up early about five o'clock in the morning. I think I got a couple of two hours of sleep that night, but it was worth it. You know, it was of course fun, fun memories. All my family, all my friends, my closest friends were there. Um, you know, I, the the guy that's my age that I, I fished my first tournament with ever. When I was probably twelve or thirteen, okay. he was there. Nice. He, he he was there on the water. What's his name? There, uh, Gavin Ellis. Okay. Um, Kim and Sean Stryker, they're like my best friends from way back. Any anybody around Coleman knows them. Nice. And uh, they were there. I mean, it was just that was the that was really the special part of it was the people that were there. My parents, you know. I mean, and that that was it's that sharing was a, that experience, man. And I mean. I, uh, you know, obviously there's so many of us out there. I'll never get to, you know, even professional anglers that never get to experience anything like that. And just the, the, that feeling of, of, of sharing it with an entire family and not only your family, but let's face it, man, you're the entire bass fishing galaxy, man, the fans, the, the, the yeah. industry, everything. That's how special a win like that is. And now, Speaking of another special win, let's let's move a little bit, and like yeah. now, now I th that was like the first Bass Pro Tour event ever, right? Yeah. And then here's Jordan Lee. He just freaking left hooked him again, Bueller. You know, Bueller. 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 Yeah, it was. Man, Bueller. there you go. That sounds Bueller. Bad. That was it. That's the real Bueller. That's Bueller. The <laughs> um, he's sick. <laughs> I love it. I need to watch that movie. It's been a minute. Hey, I, we got plenty of downtime to watch it. Yeah, uh, that would be a good one, right? Yeah, that would be a good one. But when uh, he's in the parade in Chicago, that's like amazing. Singing Twist and Shout. Come on. Classic. Classic. Yeah, I could see you doing that. Yeah. I yeah, could, I, I would do it, no doubt. We could recreate but, uh, that, you know? Yeah. You could re you could recreate. You could be the producer of it. I would love know? to do that. Yeah, I, I'll I'll direct you. I'll tell you exactly what the heck to do. You know. I like I like it. Well, well yeah. Hey, anyway, but, first ever Bass Pro Tour event. You win, dude. That's amazing. And just coming off the BMC, it's like oh, everybody's like holy shit. There's Jordan. Boom. Uh oh, we lose Jordan a minute. No, we're good. Right. I, okay. I, I got 20% battery. My, my battery's draining a little bit, but we're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, you got the, a plug-in? Like, yeah, I'll find, I'll find a plug-in. Okay. We'll, we'll work on that. I mean, we're going to be here till about 4.30 in the morning. 
I think. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I probably got to plug in somewhere. Uh, you got to have one I'll in that range. On, I'll work on it while I'm talking. But, uh, yeah, the the, the one on uh, Kissimmee, you know, the major league, that was the first one ever. And the, uh, you know, the format was different, obviously. Uh, and, you know, I, I barely snuck in to the, you know, the 20 cut to, to move on to the third day where the weight zero um, was struggling really for two days. And, and I finally found an area on Kissimmee that I could catch some good ones. And I'm barely snuck into the cut, you know, 20 move on. I was in 20th and uh, the third day had a good day. Bueller. Bueller made the top 10. The last day was on a new lake. We went to uh, Lake Garcia, and I'd actually fished that lake before. Uh, me and my brother and a couple of our buddies, uh, we went down there just messing around when we were down at Okeechobee. Just, I don't even know when we were, but we were just, man, we fished everywhere. You know, we just, we would just go, it seemed like, especially around college. And uh, I kind of had an idea what to do there. I remember, you know, a few things that worked. And, you know, I was, I was, as soon as I started doing it, I started catching fish, but, uh, I finally got in this area out there on Lake Garcia, you know, I didn't even go there. We were allowed to go there and look around the lake, you know, for a little pre-practice deal. Gotcha. Um, and we can do that on all our tournaments that we, we have a, a different lake. We can go and scout it out, but I didn't go because I'm like, I'm not going to make it there. I'm, I'm sucking so bad on Kissimmee. I can't even catch one. Um, massive cold front. You know, I said, if I make it there, I'll know what to kind of do. But uh, it was another, you know, every time you have a to win a tournament, a major league fishing event, a Bassmaster Classic, doesn't matter what tournament. You have to have a magical day. Yeah. And that's what, you know, the last tournament I, I watched, uh, Lake Fork, Ot Defoe, he won it. He, had, if anybody watched that, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't watch the whole thing, but he had a magical day. He did. He pulled, he pulled up to a place and caught him every cast. It seemed like, um, and that's, and that's a good, that's a good way to put it, dude. Like, because think of that's, I mean, that's an excellent analogy. Like every derb, obviously you have to be consistent for the three, the four days. Well, Oh, I said derb. You're good. You're good, Jordan. I see. I see that. There it is. Okay. So, so basically, um, what the heck was I saying? I got distracted now. Oh, Oh, yes. The multiple days, the multiple days. So first off, it's hard enough to win any professional tournament over a period of days. That's crazy. And then you have to have what you said, that magical mix, man, that magical mix in. And dude, you, you did it again there at, uh, in Florida. You, you gotta have a magical day, and, and I I got on a you know a little area, and the fish were just you know hydrilla, and the, the fish were just in there. <laughs> you felt comfortable. That's what you gotta have. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to charge my phone. No, no, that's speed. good. I'm glad I'm you are. See if my see if my charger works. I don't think it does, but I'll figure it out. But yeah, it was a it was just a, a magical day. Um, and that's what you got to have to win any tournament. I mean, that, that final day has to be perfect, and you got to be land on the best spot on the lake. I mean, and 
you don't do that very often. And it seems like in that format, man, you need you need that spot, Jordan. You got to find that spot. I think I lost you a bit, Jordan. Your audio. Oh, it's cool. It sounds like a trauma. Okay. I'm working on it. We're good. Are we good now? Pretty good close. No. Can you hear me? I can. Yes, sir. Okay. Still good. We're a little choppy. God, we're choppy. No. Okay. I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you know that it's got to be a magical day. Uh, I don't even know what we're, what we're talking about. No, I mean, lost. pretty much summed it up, man. I mean, that's that's the deal. Every single one of the major victories in your career have been yeah, the result and, of a magical day. In my career, in anybody's career, it seems like, you know, a major league fishing tournament, we, we, you know, fish those fish so hard. And if it's on the same lake, you have to go find something new or – you know, it just has to be your day. And it doesn't um, It doesn't even necessarily have to necessarily be a magical day, Jordan. It may just be a magical moment, you know what I moment. mean, of that day. That's it. And it, it, it doesn't happen often. I mean, I guess when you're fishing professionally, it's it's it's, it's different because, I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're competing against the best guys and they know – what's going on on the lake and i mean it's it's so hard to make it to a final day when you do it's it's just like man the stars have got to line up you gotta you better pull up on them you know yeah you better do swimming. you better take you better carpe the diem you know what i'm saying where, where they're swimming to you <laughs> by the hundreds <laughs> and you gotta do that's, it that's what's gotta happen but uh yeah special moments for me no doubt you know throughout the last you know three four or five years let, um, let's let's go to the next special moment uh, in your fishing career. Uh, that orange chatter bait, bro. That orange chatter uh, chicken. Well, I mean, the like orange. The orange, the orange chatter bait. I I told Brett Hot he better. I mean, he better pay my mortgage. Absolutely, you know. Z Man should. Let's call Glenn. I got Glenn's number over at Z Man. Let's get a hold of him. I mean, you. So here, let me tell you something. Did you go on Bass Live? When you were at the classic, did you do something with those guys? Uh, like Zona and them on a thing. Like when you were there, did you hop on the air with them or something? There's no telling. Probably oh, was oh, I with Zona? I, no. Like I mean, did you go on with the broadcasters? Like, did they bring you on for something? Did you do something? I have no clue what you're talking about. To be honest with you. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, okay. Like, cause I didn't see it. I was working with the, uh, Bass University at the event, so I was doing uh, interviews. So I didn't really see what was going on on Bass Live. But did you? Were you like on there giving commentary or something? No, th this year you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, this year no, in Birmingham. Okay. No, I did. Okay, well then those guys made up a bunch of stuff because I noticed them all. Like you saw Davey Height, you saw Mark Zona, you saw Ronnie Moore. They were all going to the uh, Z-Man booth, and they were like. Hey, do you got any of those orange ones? Because uh, we're having Jordan on later, and we want to show them to the camera. Like they all went in. There was like they got like thirty-seven yeah. of them. I was talking to a lot of people um, at the classic. I, I don't 
think I left any of the booths for like five minutes, but uh, <laughs> but no, I didn't. But I do. I, I'm I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually go if if y'all can hear me. Can you I, hear me? Still? Amazingly, yes, yes. Okay, we're going to my tackle box. <laughs> I like that you're up to something. I I can see that look on we're your face. My, we're going to my tackle box. I mean, these baits are going for like fifty, sixty orange chatter baits. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Let's see if we can find the one that caught the. Let's see. We got some orange. Oh, there. I, I probably have the exact one in here. No, that's not it. What was well, it? A half or three eight? It was. It was these. These are half ounce. But these are all for sale. On <laughs> you can DM me. You can DM me. They're going for a uh, hundred dollars a pop. Hundred a piece. Jordan Lee selling them. Got to make a little of that back, brother. Hey, we're not fishing right now. I gotta find some income. <laughs> That's you know right. <laughs> um, but the, the orange shatter bait was was kind of a a Gondersville deal for me. Um, you know. Went out there, caught some. Uh, I'll put you back on my little mount. Um, but I fished at Gunnersville for the last couple of years. Got a guy to homemade me, you know, homemade a orange chatterbait with the orange blade. Okay. And uh, was catching them good out there the last few years when the water was real dirty. Um, it's. It's just something they can see in that muddy water, I think, you know. I mean, and you crushed they, them, bro, 31, 15, 32 pounds? Come on. Well, for the, for the, my first five went 32, 15. And That's I crazy. More. Um, <laughs> so, okay, yes. But, yeah, it was, it was a huge day. I mean, that was a – and it was, a, it was another – there we go. I lost you. Um, okay, now you're back. I, I'm going to have to find a charger somewhere. Is, is, we'll Chris, is Kristen handy? Can she? Is she anywhere in earshot? She's never. She's never handy. But I will, <laughs> Happy birthday, I will. Kristen! By the way, happy birthday! I, I got. I got some charger. I got. I will do something. Okay, I'll, do, I'll figure it out. I, I, I have full confidence Don't you worry. in you. I, I'm not. <laughs> do I look worried? Do you have confidence in me? I do. I do. I, I do. So here's the deal. Speaking of confidence, like. You sold 5 million chatter chickens inadvertently. Didn't even mean to. You just crushed them on the bait. All right? And then you sold a bunch of chigger craws that went along with it. I'm just being real, okay? Yeah. That's what happened here. A bunch of Berkeley power bait went with the chatter chickens, okay? Now, that is the power of Bueller, all right? So, basically, it's crazy, Jordan. Let's, like, you could make something, like, what's your favorite beverage? And I don't care if it's adult beverage, if it's a, a soft drink. What's your favorite beverage? Well, I don't drink that many adult beverages, but my favorite beverage overall is probably Milo's sweet tea. That's a Southern thing. I okay, mean, I okay. Here, it's a Southern thing. That's, that's great. Milo's yeah. sweet tea. Here's all you have to do, and we can procure a Milo sweet tea sponsorship for you, Okay. All you got to do is be like, yeah, man, um, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but every time I pour a little of that Milo's on these baits, I get bit. I, I get bit. I don't know. but That boom. Milo's is magic, it's, let me tell you. See? It, when I take a sip of that, especially if I'm in a tournament, it's, 
you know, if I get a little to-go Milo sweet tea, it's it's pretty – it can be pretty nasty, you know, fishing-wise. Jordan but, Lee yeah, for right. Milo sweet tea. I make a pitch that. Make a pitch that. Um, yeah, we'll send you this clip and just send it to him. Yeah, and actually, and a, a, a lady that works for Abu Garcia is actually works. She used to work at Abu, actually works at Milo's in marketing now. There's and, your uh, in. She brought me, brought me some Milo's to the classic. So shout out to her. Wow. She knew I liked Milo. She got the word. So awesome, Milo's tea lady. That's amazing. Uh, that's a, that's but a, the, the, the orange chatterbait was. Uh, <laughs> man, it. it it was just yeah the the the, the chigger crawl with the orange. Like why bait. the chigger crawl? Like I I have never thrown a chigger crawl on a chatterbait. No, I, it's one of my favorite jig odd. trailers. Yeah, it's kind of an odd deal, but uh, at Gunner's Wall, I'm always that that crawl really, you know, it, like if you throw like a minnow trailer, um, a lot of people do. A lot of people throw a minnow style bait, and I do a lot, but like the deal that Berkeley makes. I throw that one a pretty good bit. But in that super muddy water, like when I was fishing at Ufala, um, you know, that 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 uh that crawl, that chigger crawl is will actually help that bait right you know, get up in the water column. Yeah, that lift and, you were yeah. Yeah, it gives that lift and you know when you're fishing in a couple feet of water, um and I, I love a half ounce. I mean a lot of people throw three eighths, half but a half ounce is just something I have the utmost confidence in on chatterbait because it, you know, you can cast it good. Um, you know, it's just got that right feel, and I can always kind of tell what that bait's doing. But uh, it gives what, a little bit more thump. And what are you winding that on? What are you using? STX or what? Yeah, I, I was throwing. You know, this year I went to pre, uh, um, Abu uh, Premieres uh, and. Uh, that's my favorite, the premiere. You know, they're not going to make the premiere anymore. Well, I need to talk to him. I, me too. Thank you. Please. T- I love that reel. That reel is love that, reel. that is the best winding reel in the world to me, the Abu premiere. It, it is. You know, I, STX and the premiere are my kind of go-tos. Um, but, you know, I like the 7-3-1 to one always on a chatterbait. Do you? Okay. I, okay. I, I really it. like to wind it fast. Gotcha. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and I always like to, to keep up with the bait. But, uh, you know, if, if you got a slower speed reel, I, I've heard some guys throw it, you know, a little bit slower. I use the 6.6, six, six, but, you know, I don't know. It's just because I'm comfortable winding all my moving baits at that speed, the 6.6, six, the one on the Premiere. Yeah, and I, I like I, – yeah, I mean, I like to reel my chatterbait pretty fast. Uh, You're cooking it a bit. Kind of cooking it, and, you know, it just it, – it's, it's what works for me is to set up that – that's the same setup pretty much i wanted uh you know one and down there at Simeon and, and had that big day at uh you fall on yeah man. but and you had a long you were throwing a long rod you were throwing that long like a seven six or something with that weren't you yeah i was throwing a seven five seven five okay. it, it was kind of a proto it's a prototype rod and um it's i actually got to feel some of the classic top secret yes sir. you know it's always a prototype anytime you win a tournament or you, you, you do good in a tournament. Oh, it's a prototype bait. Why does Brad Rutherford have all the prototypes? Why? I don't know, man. He's they, hogging they, them. That's just how they roll. <laughs> I got one rod. I have actually one of those rods, and I was, you know, just 
trying out different rods and uh they're gonna make something very very similar but uh got to feel some um classic and they, they feel really good so nice but yeah it was just you know that 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 whole setup's a good chatterbait chatterbait uh rod and reel combo absolutely dude hey uh what's your favorite food like what like if you were going to go to a restaurant um what what would it be like what what would you have your choice of probably crab legs yeah i love it okay so here we go let's take let's you and i go out to eat all right i mean it's it's it works six feet away all right i have a, a bubble suit on and so do you but we are now going to um the grand opening of jordan seafood all right there's nobody let's here do it. there's nobody here it's uh jordan in chicago seafood. it's in chicago yes sir jordan seafood my sister-in-law lives there so she probably knows a good crab leg well this is your restaurant it better be good we're in the restaurant we're at jay lee's yes we're at jay lee's hey uh, if we could turn that down just a little bit our seafood perfect perfect thank you thank you he's he's blaring the restaurant music he he is he's getting us in the mood he's getting the ginger ninja's getting us in the mood hey uh Jay, jay lee's crab Crab legs, <laughs> I mean. uh, Garcon. Okay, I will have the Admiral platter. I'd like the uh, fried shrimp, uh, the uh, uh, clams. I'm gonna get clam strips as well. Uh, how about some fry, some scallops, and a bunch of those uh, garlic butter biscuits just to start. Just to start, uh, Jordan, what are you gonna get? Are you a red? Are you a red lobster? I felt like it. I, I felt. I don't know. I'm at Jay Lee's Crab House, but I, I felt like going fried. You know, I felt like going oh. fried. See, I like it. Okay, I like it. I had yeah, the but... option. That's the nice thing about your menu. I had the option. Uh oh, I lost you a minute, Jordan. Your vo- your audio. What about now? Now you now you're back. Okay, go ahead and order. Trying to charge, I'm trying to charge my phone. My phone is like the absolute worst charging. I mean, it just it went from fifty five percent to to five percent. So what are we gonna that's, do? You're you're draining me. <laughs> but I've been told that make, many times. I'm gonna make it work. Nice. You just watch. I I, you, I, watch. Think, I you can run, dude. You can you can run all that high tech equipment these days in this 2020 era. I mean, you could you could get a phone to charge. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my phone charged. But <laughs> what are you yeah, having? Crab what are you having? Legs, crab legs. Okay, you're having the crab legs. Um. So my question to you, uh, Jordan Lee, is, um, are you more of a a shooter McGavin or a Happy Gilmore or a hybrid of the two? I'm a happy Gilmore. You're a happy Gilmore. Okay, I like yep. that. I see that. I see that. Hey, uh, who is uh, who is the shooter McGavin of of, of bass fishing then? Fishing. Who's, yeah. Who's the shooter McGavin of bass fishing? Yeah. I'm gonna go with James Watson. Wow, he's the shooter. Okay. He's a shooter. I I, I see. I see it. And 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 who besides you? Like who's an elder? Happy Gilmore. All right, let me let me let me go back a little bit. I'm I'm trying to make the zoom work in my truck. I see. Wait, you got me? I do. I got you. Yes, sir. Is, is the audio good? Yeah, it's good. Perfect. Um, 
You got the. Are you playing that music or is that me? <laughs> no, that's us. We're that's your. Okay. That's the restaurant music. <laughs> oh, that's the restaurant. That's the Jay Lee's Crab Shack. Yeah, that's your music. Uh, we're that's the ambiance. Your question was about Watson and and uh, yeah, and, like uh, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, like who's a who is a who is an you are a basically the Happy Gilmore, okay, of now. But who's an elder Happy Gilmore? An elder Happy Gilmore of the sport of bass fishing. An elder Happy Gilmore bass fishing. Elder. And we know we got a lot of elders out there. Yeah, oh on, yeah. On the, I mean, we got, we got some a fossils. lot of guys that are they're they're fossils. They're they're working on their last <laughs> couple of years. You know. So I'm friends a, with a lot of them. So who's an elderly uh, Happy Gilmore? Oh man. Elderly Happy Gilmore. Yeah, a guy that's jovial. That's who do you think? Who do you think's the Happy Gilmore elder? Give me, give you, give me somebody, and I'll give you somebody. Okay, well that you know that I didn't even think answering that. I put it all on you, but like I'm, but a, I'm putting it back on you. I'm gonna go to a definitely like I would say Skeet Reese is a shooter, McGavin. You know, like okay, he's more of a shooter. He would be my elder. Shooter McGavin. Okay, so I here's like a, it. Oh, I like it. freaking Aaron Martins. That guy's like, he's on another planet. He's my great friend, but he's like on another. He doesn't even. Aaron's amazing, but he's very happy. Aaron, Aaron is Aaron is amazing. Um, I'm going to go with the happy, young, happy Gilmore, Dustin Canell. Oh, a young one. Dustin Canell. A young okay, one. Okay, okay. DC, I got gotcha. you. Dustin. Dustin's always he's always bringing the heat like Happy did, you know. <laughs> um, and then you, and you got the Chubbs Peterson, you know. Yes. Um, Who's Chubbs? Which one is Chubbs? Chubbs. Who's Chubbs in the BPT? <laughs> Dude, I mean Chubbs. I mean it's it's got to be Mark Daniels. <laughs> it's got to be Mark Daniels. Chubbs Peterson. Oh my God, that's outstanding. That is great. Shout man. out to my boy Mark. Hell by yeah, the way. MDJ on the Ike Live show this Sunday night. Check him out. Check him out. Hey, um, yeah. uh, when I say the two words "Grandpa's Pond," what do you think of? What type of memory? Oh man, uh, I mean just just great memories to me. Give me I one. Mean, Give uh, me one. Give us all one. My first my first experience bass fishing was in my my pops's pond. And, um, you know, he always like when he was alive and when I was growing up, you know, he always made sure that there was fish, catfish, bass in that pond. Ready to go for both you kids. Yeah. Me and my, me, my, uh, my cousins and, you know, we would go out there and I, I remember one day after school, I went out there and I caught some really big fish Nice, and, um, you know, a couple four and five pounders, and I actually got everybody drink <laughs> big ones, big ones. You got me. Um, but I actually got the picture. Uh, you know, anybody who wants to see it can go to Berkeley's Instagram page and, and actually see it. They posted it today because it was a throwback. Wow, and it was probably the best, it's the best throwback I got. And it's from your grandpa's um, pond. Yep. I dude, I swear and, to God, uh, I did not know this. I didn't know that they posted something today. This is kind of I heard you talk about this a long time ago. I swear to you. Yeah. I didn't see Berkeley post it today. That's pretty neat. Okay, awesome. Awesome. 
they posted it and it, that's what i think of you know i mean just that that first memory of me going out and catching some some big fish and it just really got the bug in me that you know that how awesome fishing really was but that's really the best memory i have the i have a lot of great memories from you know when my pops was alive um but that was definitely one of them and uh you know we always caught catfish out of that pond nice and uh you know just man just being kids you know and and just where I really where I caught my my first fish and learned how to fish so like I ask a lot of you professional anglers that come on the show there's a, a lure that you first had a love affair with like a passion for and what when pops is pond like what was that bait what did you what was that bait you got intimate with you know what I mean I mean probably you know I, I first started fishing out there I mean that was that was just kind of got the bug rolling but when i got on you know gunnersville and i started fishing these other lakes um you know i i was you know shallow cranking and, shallow crank. and a rattle trap the rattle trap you like winding and something. Kind of, yeah winding and that was kind of my my first baits that i was like uh you know that was like deep to me you know was throwing <laughs> a, a lipless bait on gunnersville it was back when that's all you threw and uh you know i mean it was just kind of what i remember you know starting out doing and was just loved it you know became one with the bait dude that's that's a bite that's a bite right there hey you any good at basketball not really but i enjoy playing do you i'm not that good like you got a good shot or what no not really no um but i we did actually have a major league fishing we were in Oklahoma last year and we had a basketball. We had a shoot around. Um, what's the, what's the game called? Horse, like horse uh, or pig or something. No, nah, well, we played horse, but we were at this hotel. So we're all at this hotel, you know, me and basically 21? anybody you could think of. Christy. Uh, oh, look, a out, lot Christy's of a hooper though. Christy's the hooper, but he actually didn't win. No, we were playing a, a God, what, when you're behind, you know, it's the free throw free throw line you're behind them you shoot over them what's that game called I, I'm, I'm not sure piggyback no it's gosh called, it's called knockout 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 called, okay it's knockout the middle school special <laughs> thank you dickie so, mo my buddy my buddy sawyer just texted me and he said playing gotcha so i think it's knockout okay. if that's what he even was talking about um but yeah, so I, I I came in second, so that's my claim to fame in basketball. Okay, all right, that's respectable. That's you built, you beat Tommy Biffle, and, and so you got that going for you. Biffle wasn't there, but there was Cody Meyer, I believe, won. But it was uh, really it was interesting. There was a lot of air balls going on. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, what's the we most- had a ba- go ahead? We had a basketball. No, we we had a basketball court at our hotel. <laughs> That's so all. that's it was going down every that, night. It had to, right? It had to. It was calling it you. Was, it's like having it top the, golf next door to your hotel, you know. There was a lot of huffing and puffing going on between the fishermen. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Hey, uh, what's the most overused term in bass fishing, Jordan? Hammer. Hammer. Thank you. I th- thank you. That's it. We we had enough of that. What's a better term for a hammer? What's a better term? A good angler. A good angler. I got you there. 
<laughs> Excellent. You're a great. You're a, you're no. You're yeah. You're a good angler. You're a good. I, that's the new term. You're you're just a damn good angler. You're you know what? There you go. Damn it. That's you, just you are somebody. You're just a good angler. <laughs> Not you're a ham. The hammer. The hammer term is it just got over overblown. You know who the hammer uh, is? That's Thor. I don't know if you could see my buddy Thor over there, but that's that's the hammer. That's 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 him. That, that's the. Uh, I can't. I can't see him, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, eliminate one of these from professional bass fishing: wrapped truck, tournament jersey, or wrapped boat. Which one goes? Ooh. And probably a a tournament jersey. I would just go with a straight cut off. Okay. You know, <laughs> wife beater. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> Or, or or no or no shirt at all. Yeah, absolutely. That's how we do it around nope. here. Nobody would watch, but yeah, probably a tournament jersey. Because I, I, I'm either a long. Sometimes I don't want to be in a long sleeve, you know. But I got a long sleeve jersey on. But tournament jerseys, I feel like get overused. Some, you know. Uh, uh, some, um, some. I, you know, here's what's funny. I thought about cutting my grass in my tournament jersey tomorrow and and, and doing a picture of it. And Please do it. And here's the pitch. Here's the pitch. Now that we're all being real, Jordan, you know, this is a, a, a swift kick in the nuts to America right now, for lack of a better term. Of what's Big go- time. What's going on right here. Yep. So I think since we're all being real and aware about everything else, you need to start a petition while you're cutting your lawn in your tournament jersey tomorrow to get people to say – pro staff off of their social media profiles if they're not a you know what i mean if they're not a, they're not a pro get rid of it now's the time to be real agree disagree i agree i i, I feel like i i have to be careful you know <laughs> on on social media because i've gotten trouble in the past Ooh, you know really? by going know. on there and telling people what to do because i'm not really the the upper hand or the, anybody you didn't call nobody a sheep or a wolf though no i didn't do that you're not talking about fletcher are you the, just kidding that, no the um, green and the orange ones do we refer to them yeah. as green and orange i got i gotcha um shout out to fletcher absolutely the and uh, but the, the the tournament jersey deal i mean it doesn't bother me i don't i don't care it's kind of funny people you know i feel like bass fishermen if we didn't have something to you know, kind of shake our heads at what would what would we yeah, really we be? All, doing? We're all so, a bunch of old ladies got bitch about something sometime. You know, you have to. It's always that's bass fishermen are always doing. You know, complaining about something. Yes. Really, I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to. If we didn't have that, you know, Randy, we didn't have Randy Flowers or you know all this, it wouldn't be fun. Uh, absolutely, so. uh, absolutely. We need to keep it real in bass fishing. A hundred percent. Keep it real. Yeah, and, and I, remember, I agree. I, not so serious. You got you to gotta keep it real. Not so serious. Hey, uh, how about we play a little Auburn Alumni Jeopardy? Are you ready? <laughs> cool. We actually played this the other night. We, we, I think we've done everything in this quarantine, <laughs> but I didn't know. I didn't know a whole lot. I was kind of disappointed, but let's do it. This is I'm, a condensed version. I got two. Uh, I got two people. Can here. I Google it? Yeah, sure, but no. I mean, come on, whatever. Phone a friend. Kristen knows. Ask her. She doesn't know. Here we go. Hit me. Do we? Do we? Do we have Jeopardy? Oh, we. Okay, this is like a jazz Jeopardy. I like it. Is that multiple choice? 
No, I'm just gonna just we're winging this. Jordan Lee answering question form. This Auburn University alumni taught us the words. Say Felipe said to Malja, hey jumbo jumbo, hey Felipe Venoma, hey jumbola. <laughs> Who is that uh, alumni? The music was the Jeopardy music got me. It's uh, say the question again. It's uh, the, I'll do okay. So the he taught us these words. This is a pop singer. He is a Auburn alumni. Okay, hold on. All right. Hold on. We'll cut the we'll cut the Jeopardy. Give Jordan a fair chance. Pop. Saint yeah, Felipe a... said the moja. Hey, jumbo jumbo. Ba ba do ba 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 ba. Hey, jumbo la. We're gonna have a party. Somebody knows the answer on, but it's it's not gonna be me. Yeah, dude, he's no a chance. famous. He's a famous. <laughs> Come on, Jordan. We're so disappointed in you, Bueller. He he's I, a I'm, famous. I'm not a Auburn alumni. Bueller. It's <laughs> it's Lionel Ferris Richie. Bueller. It's that's Ferris Bueller. Is that your final answer? No, who is Ferris Bueller? <laughs> I'm gonna guess Lionel Richie. It's Lionel Richie. Amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Good job. Good job. So now this is the next one. Only one more Auburn alumni. Jordan, this Auburn alumni. Give me a sports. Give me somebody sports or something. This Auburn alumni knows sports. This Auburn alumni knows sports. Who knows? That's all I got. That's all you get, dude. This Auburn alumni blank knows sports. Blank. Charles Barkley. He does know sports, but that's not the answer, Barkley. So, Kyle, you got to give me some more clues. No, dude, you got to think about this. So here's the deal. Don't get me make me get upset at you in a game show, Jordan. I need you to think. You're a bass fishing champion. Remember that. Remember. All right? This guy knows sports. Who's a famous athlete that's a graduate of? But Charles Barkley, yes, 100% is a graduate of Auburn. But this guy, he played multi-sports, Jordan. Bo, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Is somebody texting you this? No, okay. I knew that one. Okay, uh, you, you, you 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 gave me some clues. Uh, I, Bo knows. Yeah, I, I, see, I had to think about it. And, you know. Okay, now this is a uh, this this guy. This next one. Here we go. Final one. Final one. This guy, this Auburn alumni, busted his uh, flip flop because he stepped on a pop top and uh, uh, complained about a tattoo or something. Who's that? He wasted it away again. In this famous fictional drinking town. Gosh, this is brutal. Yeah, dude, you should I'm know never this. good at Jeopardy. You went to Auburn, bro. Like everybody knows say, this that went to say Auburn. One, say it one more time. <laughs> this guy busted his flip flop. Stepped on a pop top and uh, nothing to show for it but a brand new tattoo. She's a little cutie, this Mexican beauty. And it's a frozen concoction that makes him hang on. You know what I mean? My chair is doing weird things. He's My boy Danny said Cam Newton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Danny. Uh, no, this gentleman's wasting away again in Margaritaville. My my buddy Sawyer Daniels uh he gave he gave me the clue. I think it, Jimmy Buffett. It's Jimmy Buffett. That is right. <laughs> 
Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I got a text message. I I, I did see a text message on that one. All right, that's okay. So, that's okay, man. Sawyer got me. Sawyer helped me out on that one. That's a good that was one. Phone a friend. That's awesome. I like it. I like it. Hey, yeah, uh, let's go back to the restaurant, dude. Sorry, sorry, I took you away for a minute. We're back in the in the restaurant here. Hey, uh, <laughs> what's your deal? What does Jordan Lee want to be remembered for? Like Denny Brower, or known for? Not necessarily remembered. Known for Denny Brower, flipper, right? Hackney, flipper, right? KVD, winder. Clun, winder. Jordan Lee, what are you? Very one fisherman. No, you're not. You are not. I'm kidding. I, man, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I I feel like nowadays, you know, you say Denny Brower, Kevin. D- Denny's a flipper. Kevin's a winder, trapping. You know, you think of tournament fishing now you have to be versatile you know i mean that's that's the key i mean that's what you have to you know you have to be good at everything um so if i had to be known at one thing it's just it's being versatile okay and i like that answer and you are not afraid to pick up the old buggy whip uh fairy wand sissy stick everyone i see you do it you've won some you've cashed on it you've cashed on it but you know, I, I, I typically now I'm, I, I try to get better at everything, you know, and then uh, that, that, that's what you have to be. You have to you have to throw a, you know, throw everything in the box at them. Um, so, I mean, I'm not one thing, you know, I, you, you think of somebody like Brian Thrift and, and a lot of these special Jacob Wheeler. They have 30, 20 rods on the deck and they're good at every one of them. <laughs> Absolutely. You know that so, Wheeler. I mean, I, what, to, what's up? What's up with that guy? He just that guy's just catching them, dude. That Wheeler just catching. He's just him. good. He's just good, man. He's good. He's he's good. That's all there is to it. I mean, he's a good angler. <laughs> he's a damn good angler, Jordan. He's a good angler. <laughs> hey, who do you miss on the elites, dude? Who do you miss the most? Well, to be honest with you, um, you know. Well, this year, Brandon Palnick, you know, sure. I miss, I miss him. Um, the probably the most, um, just because he's he's kind of my age, and you know, when I got in, he was fishing, and he was a guy I looked up to, and I still look up to. Absolutely, he's not one um, of the hardest workers in professional bass fishing. That guy does not. He stop. is. He's he's a very smart angler. Um, you know, he's he's really good at a lot of different things, and and I miss fishing against him. And I've only fished three tournaments and not – he hadn't been in them. But, you know, I mean, that's the guy I'm going to miss the most probably, to be honest with you. And uh, – but, yeah, I like Brandon a lot. And I, I still have respect for, you know, everybody that that, that I was fishing against. And um, But being real, Brandon, you know, he's one of those guys I always want to fish against. And I'm not going to be able to, at least for the next, next little while. Um what do you mean by so, that? Like you, you, yeah. What do you mean by the next little while? What do you mean? Well, you never know. Brandon may come back to major league fishing. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> hey, what's that's your? That's what I meant by that. I know that's what you meant. What's your kryptonite? Um, like what gets Jordan Lee? Like what can get you? What's your weakness, dude? My weakness. Your kryptonite. Um, 
my kryptonite. Yeah. Like a lake that's a kryptonite. It, whatever me. it means to you, answer it that way. Could be your lake. It could be a scenario in life. It could be a technique. I don't know. Um, I think knowing, you know, knowing too much about a lake is is my kryptonite. Okay. And thinking I know, you know, you know, going to a lake and thinking I know what's going to be going on, and it never it's never going on. So that's my kryptonite and fishing is like home lake, you know, home lake kind of jinx deal. Um, and, and that's what hurts me the most is, is, is knowing kind of too much and having preconceived, you know, what's going on. That'll mess with that big time history, man. Oh. Big time. Um, and it, I struggle with that. You know, if we had a tournament on my, in my backyard tomorrow, there's a, Good. I mean, I won't. I've, I've never just I won a tournament, you know, like a, a, a big tournament or even I don't win a lot of local tournaments, to be honest with you, um, because I probably know too much and, and I always I always run around. Too you much. beat yourself. Yep. That's my kryptonite. You beat most yourself. of the time is your kryptonite is you and my big motor, you know, running, <laughs> running my boat too much. Hey, speaking of running I've, boats too much man i uh i just got a tin boat myself man i'm running a crestliner and i know you're you're running that ranger tin boat aren't you i i got some tin boats <laughs> uh-oh um 198 it's right over here i actually got two i i got several boats um we'll turn around and look at them real quick yeah please but i got this one this is my uh, Katoma rig, and uh, you know th- this is my little little tin boat, and I got my my bigger one over here. It's a Ranger one ninety eight. I like it. I like it. Um, got a Yamaha on the back, but uh, it's a sweet boat. This is my probably my favorite boat. Yeah, like you um, can do so much in these boats, man. In in that nineteen eighteen and a half foot aluminum boat with the one fifty, bro it's 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 phenomenal um i'm sure you love yours but yeah i, I really enjoyed fishing with this i i really i wouldn't want to go to uh, some big big water and when it's rough but right over overall you know you're not worried about i'm not worried about scratching any boat but you know <laughs> having aluminum having aluminum boat it, it's pretty awesome so what's but, i mean obviously an advantage is is maybe getting a little shallower or getting into places you couldn't get into in the glass boat. But what's, what's a, a advantage of a tin boat that we might not think of Jordan? I, I mean, that's definitely one of them. Um, not having a rat boat for me. <laughs> I love that, it. That's my biggest advantage. So if you take a look at this boat and you see this one riding down the lake and you're going to be like, Oh, Jordan. Oh, there's the Jordan. Yeah. I see the Berkeley there's guys. Jordan. And then, and then you take a look over here and, and you're like, Oh, there, that's just some guy that doesn't know what he's doing. That's a nice tin rig. I like it. <laughs> that's what they're saying. All right. Look at that. But that guy don't know nothing. <laughs> that's the big, that's the big advantage for they me. They say that about John Cox too, you know? Yeah, I know he's, he's lucky. But now, <laughs> They're fun to fish out of. It kind of, you know, growing up on some of these little lakes, that that smaller boat I showed you, and, uh, you know, fishing out of a 25 or 18 horsepower, you know, it just kind of brings me back to my roots. And, yeah, man. And, 
it's just fun. You know, it's fun being on a smaller boat. Um, you know, the 150 doesn't – I don't feel like I burn as much gas in it. And, and you know, I mean, you can just kind of just sneak around. I mean, that's what I like it for. <laughs> oh, sneaky. I like it. I, love I like it. being sneaky. Hey, uh, you know, uh, speaking of uh, of old school and getting back to the to the roots um, – and, and and no disrespect to Kristen on this, but I must ask you, uh, who is your celebrity crush? You know, like from back in the day, like who's in the spank bank? Who's in? Who who is the celebrity crush? Celebrity crush? Yeah. Gosh, man, I, I'm ne- I've never been a big celebrity. I'm, I've never had a real big crush on any. I mean, I, I don't know. It's not me. I, I don't. I don't know. That, that that's a that's a good question. But I don't know if I have a good answer for you. Okay. Right. What about you? Well, I mean, if you go back in the day for me, I mean, it can go all the way back to, like, as a kid, Farrah Fawcett, if you know who she was. She was one of the original yeah. Charlie Angels. All right. Remember, I'm 51 years old, okay? so Probably, probably for me, it's probably – I'm a big Batman fan. Okay. Okay. So it's either gonna be uh, Halle Berry. Yeah, buddy, I got you. Probably Halle Berry is probably my. I don't know. That's uh, it, kind of a weird one. That's an exotic yeah. choice. I like that. I like yeah. that. Speaking, I think she played Catwoman. She did. She did. Yeah. And speaking of exotic and cats, um, have you watched uh, the Tiger King? I'm gonna start watching some more. Nice. Now, do you? Oh, I lost your. Are you there, G? You there, Jordan? You back? I lost your audio. There you are. Now I got you. Hey, I heard Allie Akers hangs out, hung out with Joe Exotic. Really? True story. I am not making this up. I swear to God, this is not a true story I just made up, but... Ellie Akers hung out with Joe Exotic on multiple occasions. Hey, hold on one second, Jordan. Your something's up with your audio again. What about now? That's perfect. Yes. Uh, I was covering up the speaker. That probably would help. <laughs> but yeah, I started watching it. I mean, my thoughts are here nor there. I I, I think they're all pretty crazy. Insane insane kind of deal um and actually my 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 dad's a vet so i've seen some animals coming in out of his office but years ago there was a bengal tiger like a for real tiger one of those big ones that he he declawed um wow and they are amazing creatures but i I, i'm I'm not a big i'm not a obviously like everybody else i mean it's it's kind of ridiculous to to profit off you know these i I just think it's crazy no it's a hundred percent crazy and that whole show is a hundred percent train wreck and that's why we love it as as americans (laughs) yeah you're exactly right um it's it's a train wreck but uh don't ruin it for me because i'm i'm gonna finish trying to watch it and and i'm on ozarks too all right you watch ozarks not ozarks yet dude that's season three whoa crazy Crazy stuff. Just got net. Just got Netflix. I'm behind the game. <laughs> hey, um, we talk on this show all the time about a proper Bassin man. What to you, Jordan Lee, is a proper Bassin man? 
proper bassin man finds his own water, um, does his own deal, and you know just keeps his head down in the tournament and and does his you know does his own thing. I feel like that, those are the guys that you know are the top anglers in the world. You know, and and they figure it out on their own. So when when you think of a of a old school proper bassin man, an OG, who is it? OG, I'm gonna say, oh man, proper bassin man. I mean, you know, this is. I mean, not a lot of people would think of of Iconelli is being a proper bass man because he's crazy on the water. Okay. But the way he works that I, the, the guy that like I see behind the scenes and, you know, he's, he's crazy. Don't get me wrong. I love him to death. And, and he's like a wild maniac on the water, but you know, he, he really dissects a lake and he doesn't ever, he, his head's always down. He's always thinking about the next move. He sure is. And, you know, a lot of people don't think – a lot of people see him as a, as a guy who yells and screams, and he does that a lot, um, obviously. But, you know, he really can can dissect a lake and really figure out what's going on. And, and I feel like those are the guys who have, have made a career out of it. And, he, and he's uh, a Methodist, and I don't mean the religion. I mean – he has a method to his madness. Like you said, he puts his head down. He's, he, he's on yeah, a goal. Yeah. And all the great anglers do, but you know, he, he's, he's a, a big student of the game and, you know, he always tends to, to, to have good tournaments and he's, he's made a great career, but you know, I just think the, the guys who are students of the game and really, he, he's he's still learning and still trying to you know it's it doesn't get old never stops never gives up does he never stops and i, I respect that <laughs> hey man um let's bring in a big shot from abu garcia what do you think i'm in like let's bring in a big deal from abu garcia because the amazing people over at abu are giving the viewers of stray cast Yep. The opportunity to win a Revo Beast X. A Revo That's a big deal. That it is a big deal. And all you had That's to do a was really like really big deal. All you had to do was like and share this feed. Pretty good odds. Pretty good odds. Great bro. odds. Pretty good odds. Great, now, great odds. Now I'm going at this blind and I'm hoping that the miracle of modern science and um and all this uh whatever this uh we're in isolation deal is b- being able to bring us right now. The one and only Brad Rutherford from Abu Garcia. Brad. Is Brad here? Is Brad on? Is uh, yeah. Oh wait, not yet. <laughs> we can we not couldn't yet. Bueller, we couldn't get it. I mean, you know, we we, we can't. He, yeah, he's he's too he's big time. <laughs> I, I I think he's 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 in the wing. He's in the green room right now and he's making his way to the isolation chamber as we speak. Right? Talk talk hey, to me, iPhone. Come on, Brad. Come on, Brad. On Show up for us. Brad's on his way. I... He was sleeping. He went too long. Oh, he went to sleep? Yeah, it's Eastern time over there. What time is it in the real world? 8.50, 9.50. But regardless of Brad, we're giving away a beast. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't do, – is, is, do, does Brad want to play? 
He's here. Oh, we woke him up. Okay. Just give him a second. Okay. And then, and then when it is time, when it is time, I will introduce to you <laughs> Bass Fishing Galaxy. Go ahead. You can talk to him. He can hear you. He is the one and only, the Brad. He's the Brad. He is Country Ryan. Brad Rutherford. Welcome to the show, Brad. What's up, guys? What, what's going on, dude? Oh, just enjoying my night. Enjoying. I'm sorry to keep you up. I know it's past your bedtime, and you. I know. Oh man, he was, getting old, Pat. It's you, time for me to take a nap. It's country round. You were all tucked in and snuggled in, and I woke you. <laughs> I woke you up. But this is for an amazing reason. Jordan, take take over with this guy, would you? Brad, it looks like you just woke up. <laughs> Very likely. It's it's crazy times being at home, man. Crazy things happen. Hey, anybody who knows Brad, okay, so Brad is, you know, pretty much the big dog at, you know, big dog at uh, Berkeley. I mean, he's pretty much the man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's so the Brad. He, came on, he, he was coming on the show tonight um, to give away reels to everybody who watched the show. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, get Come that. on now, Jordan. I'm going to have to take him from you. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I only have enough for myself, but uh, yeah, good good job, Brad. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> hey, do do you guys have the the information? Do you have has the winner been texted to you? I know the winner. Yeah. So who's giving it away? Who's like who's spilling the beans here? You're like, wh which one of you are? Can you guys virtually arm wrestle to announce the winner? I will always win that. <laughs> Give me a break, Brad. You know I'm. You know, I'm country strong. <laughs> country strong. <laughs> Something like that. I'm a Coleman, Alabama boy. Come on now. <laughs> Coleman High's very own. Fresh Prince of Coleman. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, do you know the guy? Who's I don't know the guy. You're going to have to, you're gonna have right. to spill the beans for me because I don't – I'm afraid if I get a look at my text, I'm, I'm going to be cut off. Good technical call, Jordan. I like it. All right, let's go uh, with uh, the winner is. The winner is. Drew Davis. Drew Davis is the winner. Wow. And Brad's gone just like that. And there, and Kapow. He like, disappeared. He did, into the mist, like a, just like he's a mythological he, he unicorn. For, for two minutes, he did Hey, I'm dinner. back. Oh, wait, wait. Here, he's Brad's back. He's like a little Berkeley unicorn. He disappeared <laughs> in his back. Brad, dude, uh, I mean, it's crazy times right now, but crazy times. but I am really stoked that uh that you came on to uh to bring some joy into into some people's life and especially our winner, Drew Davis, tonight. Yeah, congratulations. Uh we'll get the reel out to you ASAP. Yeah, like as soon as things are like it might take a little longer than normal. Yeah. Things are just a little different, as we know. I'm uh, quarantining here, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it might be a little bit. It's a great swim bait reel, the beast. Absolutely. So. I thought you were gonna say it's a good frog reel, Jordan. I mean, I, I, I'm not a I'm not a big swim baiter like you, Brad. I don't have the expertise that you do, but you know, if, if I throw one, you'll throw on the beast eggs. Perfect. That's it. Hey Jordan, do you know that um that uh, Brad claims to be the one that taught John Cox how to throw a crankbait? 
That's the word on the street, you know. I mean, from what I've heard. From the I mean, it didn't take much. That dude, he, that dude just wakes up and catches fish. It's crazy. <laughs> He's got 20 pounds when he wakes up. But That's yeah. insane. I, I heard Not a little like story. you, Jordan. Well, you know, you taught me everything, you know, I know too. So <laughs> Brad's kind of the, 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 the man behind the, the mask. Is it that. true that some of Brad's beard hair was in that orange chatter chicken on Ufala? Is that true? I think it was his back hair. Oh, his back hair, even more magical. That's why I don't have any now. It's more magical. <laughs> uh, it's more magical and mystical. That was the- I, I dyed it. I dyed it orange. Fuck <laughs> it. That is amazing. <laughs> hey, <Deal. laughs> Brad, um, you want to go to bed now? Yeah. Anything else we no, need to talk about? No, no. I just want to tell yeah. you, thank you so much for everything you and Abu Garcia Pure Fishing do for stray cast and thank you for everything that you guys at pure fishing do for the bass galaxy and i think it's amazing right now the campaign hashtag fish through it it's what we're all doing right now we all need to do that man it's our sanity it's our common bond. yeah and and you don't even have to be on the on the water to do it because like the ramps in south carolina line i got shut down on tuesday so rig rods you can learn you can watch shows like this you can just practice your game until it's time to go again uh, so yeah dude and uh and and cool thing you're doing you're 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 giving people um fishermen something to do <laughs> something yeah, to do exactly. <laughs> it's pretty awesome give it up for brad rutherford right there thank you so Good much job, brad, brad. I, y'all, y'all behave now oh i don't i'm not promising that be rad all Never. right, y'all. Congratulations to Drew, and uh, hope the reel uh, works out great. Awesome. Take care, man. Hey, Brad guys. Rutherford. We'll be in touch. See y'all later. Peace. Peace, B-Rad. That was, that was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing, Jordan Lee, that guy is. Unreal. I mean, just came in, gave it real away, and just he's gone. He's, he's a, done. He's a he's mythological pure-fishing unicorn. That's what he is. That's what he is. Hey, Jordan, it, uh, it happened. We did it. We finally did another show together, and this was a full-on Jordan Lee cage match tonight. This was amazing. I had a great yeah, time. Man, I had a good time. Got to talk some fishing. Hope hope everybody, you know, I mean, everybody kind of knew, uh, you know, but we, we got into some details. I had a good time, you know, and uh, hopefully I'll get to, you'll invite me back on. It was fun. Yeah. And enjoyed hanging with y'all as always. and. Uh, you know, talking and cutting around. Absolutely, dude. And thank you so much for the the support that you show this show, that you have shown this show for the past four or five years. We appreciate it, dude. Yep. I appreciate you, Pap. All right, man. Well, peace, safe travel, stay healthy. My best to you and your bride, Kristen, and and, uh, and just just stay Jordan Lee, okay? Stay Bueller, okay? Deal. Okay. Peace. We can do that. Jordan Lee out. See y'all. Thank you. Jordan Lee. Yes. Wow. All right, there it is. The first ever Stray Cast from the Safe House edition. So let's- Bueller. Bueller, anyone? Bueller. Bueller, anyone? Bueller. Let's bring in, where's where's, where's my, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Popcorn Whitaker's (laughs) in the house. I saw his apparition, I'm excited about that. Who else is here? What's up? Ryan, what's going on? Nothing, man, that was fun. Did you see Uh. Country Ryan? 
I did. Yes. Our beards are like the almost the exact same level. Too, you are doppelgangers. You and you and 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 Brad Rutherford are straight up uh, city mouse, country mouse. I'll tell you, I have too many doppelgangers. <laughs> did you? Hey, there's the Dicky Mo. I see Dicky Mo there. In a, in a screen. I see the Dicky Mo. Oh, he's look at that pie-eyed intern. Look at him. I hey, Danny, hold that bottle up. I've been doing fine, honestly. That was a great show, though. Well, thanks. We had a good time with Jordan. How many um how many everybody drinks did we have? Uh, I believe we had six, I think. Six everybody drinks. So that was six shots five. of tin cup mountain whiskey. Five or that's still that's a good quarantine night. Oh my god. Wait, if that's not seriously. <laughs> My That's my dad. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. My 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 dad loves whiskey. He oh, has. good. Thank God. Yeah. yeah I don't think I, you'd I, be. Right. I don't think you'd be all right there right yeah, now. Yeah. No. I'm I'm coherent. That was like a lot of my dad. <laughs> yeah. If I, you were on all I, that, he was doing doubles. Yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. I, Whoa. Yeah. That, anyway. That was, that was a me, that was a me and pops effort right there. That's not all me. Uh, oh man. Ryan, you're the doppelganger for Brad Rutherford. Get back, Pat. Keep going. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, okay. I didn't know what ha- I heard. Ginger, um, you're the doppelganger for Brad Rutherford, and you know, did you happen to see the picture of my dad looking like Rick Clun? I did. Isn't I did. That- He's got the hat. <clears throat> Is that his actual hat, dude? That my dad like fishes like never. I'm just just doesn't do it like but my dad fly fishing he's good at everything like that dude can he's one of those dudes that can just do he's kind of like bueller himself so he he got guy just kind of do shit you know what i mean and uh so he goes fishing and catches them but yeah he got that new comfortable crestliner uh hoodie (laughs) and he went and got his uh he went and got his fishing hat he was quarantined and uh (laughs) he looked like looked like clun man yeah he did he did look a lot like clun Hey, three. I, I had three notes. Three notes. Jordan Lee. Oh, okay. Notes. I like number it, one, Ryan. Number one, I, I I like Jordan Lee so much now. After that, after that so. <laughs> really? I do. I do. Um, man, that whole good angler thing, throwing the hammer away, and just saying good—that was so fantastic. I, I loved, loved it. I did. Me too. That. Jinx, Pepsi, Coke, and then um. This was the thing that really made me like him more was the fact that he didn't get that Jimmy Buffett layup question. I love that he didn't know who Jimmy Buffett was. There's so many people. Who who doesn't know who Jimmy Buffett is? And who needs don't. to know who Jimmy Buffett is? I don't know who That's Jimmy Buffett question. is. Hey, it's JP High. Yeah, I have no idea who Jimmy Buffett is. You are so Good. loud. You are very loud to me, JP. Might be close. Oh, my Ooh, bad. Look at you with the tin cup mixed drink. I see you. I see what you're <laughs> doing there. I I like that you're you're going with the mix. I like it. That's bacon. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very hip hop if you're going with the mix. Yeah, it, it is. That's his purple orange drink. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that he didn't know that either. He didn't even know said to me, pay fled to moja. Hey, jumbo jumbo, it's a ripe papota. He jump he didn't know that one either. You know, and then my, my third my third note was uh man, when he talked about that mop jig bite, it just like reinforced the fact that all fishermen are the same. Yeah, if that's sure, and, and I asked him that I hit him in the fields. I asked know? him that for your friend. You know that that the hip hop sure. guy. That, for for the pizzle. Yeah. For yeah. the for the JPP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yoga. <laughs> hey, it's Andrew Ellenberger, the ginger <laughs> ninja in space. Look at you. God, that was amazing. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, you guys can play space too. There's a little button. 
Really? If, yeah, but if you knock yourselves out, that's on you. But when I was messing around with it, it's pretty easy. You can, yeah, see, Gin, uh, Ging is in Margaritaville right now. In Margaritaville, fella. He, he's in What's Mar the button? I don't know. It's, it probably looks like a sprocket. Like a sprocket or dots, Ryan. You better not let them try that. Let him try it, and then if they kick the if he kicks some salads <laughs> on him, this is, is great. Where's JP? Yo, hey Jay, what are you doing? Chilling, chilling, chilling out. How'd you like Jordan? It was great. Yeah. It was great. Anyway, I, I, I think this went amazing. It was it good on the yeah. Facebook end, like as far as it, it the was. audio really, and uh, everything else. Okay, it was perfect, man. Wow, it's and it took me a minute to get like lost in it because I felt very uncomfortable at the beginning. I'll be honest, yeah. just because I'm by myself. You're all alone over there. I, I know, I know. Like, and I'm, what are you gonna do after this? Uh, I, God only knows. Like I don't even know. I like you know what I mean. Probably gonna catch up on some on some Joe Exotic. I'll be honest, you know, just like Jordan is, uh, or I'm going back into Ozark. I like I get into that Ozark. Uh, well, yeah. dude, I got I'm into it. Believe me, I'm into both is the problem. I did it to myself. I I should have segregated and just completed a task, but I had yeah. to do it. I had to get into that Tiger King because everybody like, you bet you got to watch Tiger King. Hey, Pat, you watching the Tiger King? Hey, did you see that Tiger King, dude? Oh, man, <laughs> that Tiger King, bro. Yeah, Tiger King, bro. We that dude crazy, man. Yeah, so like I got into Tiger King. Wait, are we awesome. still are we still live? I think Hell so. Yeah, we are. Not as far as I know. <laughs> hey, Pat, say Derb. 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 So, yeah, that was a big one. Oh, that was a big swig. Oh, oh by the way, everybody drink. Big swig. Oh, by the by the way, oh, Pat. Big oh, you guys are hurting me. <laughs> The uh, the dispute between who who had a higher number, KVD or Jordan Lee? Oh, Uncle Kevy, you mean? I did I did the numbers. Yeah, Uncle Kevy has five hundred forty three dollars a pound. Jordan Lee has four hundred eighty seven, which is really close. Very close. But I mean, huge difference as Jordan Jordan pointed out. KVD and, fished three hundred and fourteen events. Yeah, until next year, Jordan <laughs> Lee had sixty one. So. Pretty big difference there. Do but still th those are the two highest numbers. Jordan is second. I, I, it was it was amazing. Um, yeah, unreal. That 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 you could that compile that out of six years. Six years. Yeah, sixty-one derbies. <laughs> derbs, sixty-one derbs. And I think uh, if oh. I, and I you know I rain man a lot of it. Oh Ryan, my gosh! Why are you doing this to me, man? You guys got that. <laughs> The uh, I think I, uh, I think he he basically <laughs> he basically cashed in in I think a third of every derb he fished a third of all sixty of those derbs. Yes, he did. Oh, derb. Yes. Sorry. Wow. The funniest part is when you look at when it tell you know in the bass events it tells you how many wins they have. He's got two wins. They were classics. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> Didn't know. Didn't Cayuga or yeah, it was the New York Lake. Didn't Cayuga? He was throwing like a cinco and like uh, weeds. KVD. Yeah, he was throwing it in holes. Yes, sir. He was throwing. Yes, sir. Top two, two or three, right? Who? Jordan Lee. Jordan yeah. Lee came in second, and KVD. I think he won it. KVD yeah. won it doing the exact same thing. Yeah, they were yeah, throwing holes, fishing holes, Thank right? Pat, Pat, Pat nailed it on the head. Pat's like that was the first time I saw Jordan Lee 
same for probably a lot of people. It was like, oh, there's that Jordan Lee yeah. dude. And not necessarily the first time. I'm a, I'm a fan of the sport, so I saw it, and I certainly knew when he won the college deal in 2014. Yeah, but that yeah. was when I was like, okay, this this dude, I, I kind of like him. And I think it was, I think it was, I'll be honest with you, it was kind of the way that um, I remember Zona presenting him as well. Yeah. Um, that introduced the world to to Jordan Lee at that time. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I, I thought it was pretty neat. Hey, um, yeah. guys, I'm kind of pissed Holy off cold, about... Holy <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of pissed off about this BS about all these ramps getting closed and stuff, man, and them, yeah. like, shutting us down. And then there's people that are like, all right, just, like, stay away so they don't jack with us and they'll give it back. And, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of me... Uh, there's a lot of me that's, that's uh, old school... Maybe outlaw bassing, and uh, and I, I'm, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Why can't we be out on the water on our own, on our own boats, away from everybody? What's wrong with that? Yeah, I, I'd like an answer as to why they're shutting that down. Do they not want us high fiving in the parking lot or something? I mean, what's the deal? Um, I, it's aquatic I, hitchhikers. Go ahead. I miss the high fives. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I, yeah, but we can't do that. I, I, I miss, miss them. Uh, yeah, he's like, I need a high five. But, hey, <laughs> Give me a high five. I've got some, uh, I've got some huge info for you, huge Hoosiers down there, though. Oh yeah, this is a prison. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this, but you know the uh, the fishing licenses are supposed to expire on the on the thirty first. We don't need fishing licenses oh, anymore. Awesome. No, they said they said that for for Indiana residents, if you have a, if you wow. had a twenty nine fishing license good until may 22nd you don't need to renew until may 22nd okay i text i texted jp that like a week ago i was like jp don't worry bro <laughs> and that's huge man it's so huge that's big for you it is big <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i don't want to buy a fishing license to hit these ponds through that <laughs> i'm with you they did not do that for us so i had to get one so, I mean, we know we know some spots, guys. Have no fear. There's some mm-hmm. there's some spots where we'll be out, but um, the the deal over there, uh, you know, Danny's little stomping ground, Ryan's little stomping ground, JP's little stomping ground, Bass yeah. Cat Dave's stomping ground. Uh, <laughs> everybody within a fifty mile radius. Everybody within a fifty ground. mile radius. So here's stomping ground, uh, the Cal Sag. Like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm the barge master classic champion. I do know that. I, I don't. I'm the, we're not talking about that. Uh, Andy, I'm, Andy, I'm mute him. Mute JP. Thanks, Andy. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so that's like Doctor Evil. That's yeah. Doctor Evil. He's like incinerate him. Mm. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> My laser beam. He's not dead yet. <laughs> so no. What's the deal? What's the deal with the ramps at the Cal Sag? Right, they, I talked to him. I talked to him today, dude. It's it's a full send at the SAG, man. We can go. Yeah, waterfront's wide open. So tomorrow what? we're taking the crest liner and we're breaking the Mercury in. What time? Uh, when I get done running and stuff. Let me know. Yeah, it's so, a, that's the it's the classic Pat. Just call me in the morning. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't do stuff like that. You know you how I plan. operate. I I go moment <laughs> by moment, and I've been I've been happy doing it. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I'll just call you in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what time should I be there? I'll just call you in the morning. Yeah. But I always call. You do call. I am very yes. reliable. 
very real. That I don't blow, I don't blow anybody off. Like I return every text, I return every call, and I even uh, every direct message on social media, every message I ev- I return. I'm a I'm a I'm a returner. Yeah. <laughs> You're a returner. I'm a returner, Ryan. You, you gotta go back in time. You gotta get back in time. You guys are yeah. having a good time, huh? Well, I like this. I don't have to drive home, so I can it's nice. You can get you can get all tin cupped up. I, I like it. But, well, I'm lacking in the bottle department. I, I need one. So, oh yeah, they're they're coming. Tin cups got guys because of this quarantine situation. They have them coming to all the houses. I told your Jenny, uh, Janice Johanneberg, that we yes. got one coming for her. But her birthday's in a couple days. Like, yeah, she turns thirty on Friday. She's finally, uh, she's finally eighteen, 30. Ryan. I'm girl, great. you'll be a woman someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Andy, don't put the camera on uh, Danny anymore tonight. What did I do wrong? <laughs> We're just kidding you. We're kidding you, Dan. We're kidding you. We're kidding you, Dicky Mo. Every time he's got a, I, I, you know, it's good advertising. You got a bottle in hey, your hand. I wanted, to, I wanted to bring up the fact that it's, it's kind of that that whole red orange chatterbait thing. Yeah. Why did that take so long? Like. What's the number one after Takahiro? Yeah, won the damn. What's the number one spring crankbait color? Every everything, Rayburn Red, Red. Rayburn Red, Strawberry Boone's Farm, everything. Why are we all so stupid that it took forever that Jordan Lee had to show us? Took old, it it took old Bueller to show us, didn't it? We're all really dumb. Yeah, (laughs) Ryan, you can't tell anyway. No, I can't tell, but you guys are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But. I'm the super genius. You guys are stupid. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the one that can't see colors. You guys Andy, told Andy what do you think about that what statement? <laughs> Danny's, can't the hear sm- him. Danny's the smart one, he said, out of, out of him and Ryan and JP. That Danny. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's true. <laughs> I don't know about all that. April Fools. Dude, a- how, April- how awesome is it that Abu Garcia gave away a Revo Beast? X that's amazing tonight that was really freaking cool especially hey there's ginger you looked right ru- you look russian for a minute oh it's just what is that? No, he's taking his time but I, what i want to talk about is is uh is half a spot and and yeah. uh and danny was kind of talking about it at the beginning of the show but it's a whole new app yeah. for, for on your android uh uh store in your iphone app store whatever the hell they call them app you know what i mean it's an application just to like uh you know especially if you're uh hitting new water if you're hitting new water you're unfamiliar with i mean i could see it being an advantage to myself or anyone else like let's say i've never been to freaking st Clair. okay there's people who are posting their catches and spots and lures like they're showing their pictures about what they're catching where so i mean it almost like it's it's kind of a highway to learning how they've caught them and done them and i like especially especially if you're traveling like if you're traveling like come on it's a cheat code it's perfect and you get to meet and talk to these people who have uh you know it's it's a networking it's a networking gap it's absolutely and i'm trying to look at my notifications i got so many on here i can't find it but the it's that's popular (laughs) no i not like that the um the the um it's not they don't you don't like posts on there it's there's something. No. It's uh, what respect, is? You respect them. Respect. Thank you, Jape. 
Yes. I like it. I like that. It's called respect. It's called, it's, yeah, it's not a heart or a, or a thumb up. It's respect. Yeah. You're respecting. Yeah, it makes you think about it a little more first before you click on it. Yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, do I respect this guy or, or like, is he a 10 percenter? You know or do I, mean? I just like it? Yeah. Is that, is if that, you just like it, don't click it. Yeah. Is, is that proper bassin? I respect it. They, there yeah, you go. But it, re- it really is like a good networking, though. You can interact with these hunters, like, especially hunters too. Like I know none of us hunt. Like I, I've talked to you guys. I oh, I hunt. Therefore I, I am. <laughs> Pat's not sitting in a tree stand ready to shoot down a buck. Like for hunters though, I mean like unfamiliar property, maybe they, they get property lines. I mean, it is good networking though. It's, it's a solid app. I wonder if we can get them to change it to, instead of respect to proper bass. <laughs> for the fishing hashtag, one. Yeah. For the, proper bass is proper bass. <laughs> proper. <laughs> this this proper. was called the hashtag proper bass and spot. Don't expose it. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you. Uh, half a spot for coming aboard the, uh, the straight cast family of advertisers. Thank you uh, to everybody that watched tonight that made this show possible. Um, I had a great time. I think it it happened, JP. It actually happened. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So which yeah, this is great. Which one of you four gentlemen, okay, um, would well let, let let's let's put it this way. But I'm and Danny, I'm not excluding you for any reason except that you got to do some deal at the beginning of the show. You did an amazing job. But I want to know out of Andy, Ryan, and JP. Which one do you guys want to close this the show? Thank the advertisers and tell them we'll be back next week without Defoe. I want uh, to nominate the, JP. Oh, not it. I touch. I'm touching my nose. <laughs> well, well sh- JP, we're gonna make this easy. I need give you to announce that next week Defoe is coming on the show. Tell yeah, me, give do, it to give it to our stud producer. Yeah, tell tell no, uh, JP. Tell us who's coming on and what time. All right, next, we'll be live next week, 7 p.m. Central. Atafo, recent winner of the Bass Pro Tour. There, see, right there. Let's go. Same Bass Let's Time, go, same bros. band channel, Let's 7 go. p.m. Central. Uh, Ryan Whitaker. That's good. Thanks some, thanks some sponsors, would you please? Oh. Yeah. Carl's Tackle Box. Yeah, Carl. Thank you to Abu Garcia. Yes. TH Marine. Mm-hmm. Amphibia Eyewear. Yeah, they're great. Power Pole. I, I put them down constantly. I put them down for pleasure. War Eagle Custom Lures. I catch them on nose. Bite me tackle. Yeah, I like that hunter head. KVD's line and lure. It's sprays. Oh, yeah. Alpha Angler. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Some of the best rods ever. Top dogger. Crest liner boats. Yeah, I like my Gonna sled. take a ride in that thing tomorrow. I like you? my sled. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bravarni Bates. Mm-hmm. Swim jig masters. And uh, tin cup whiskey. Tin cup whiskey. Yeah, absolutely. Tin cup whiskey, man. And, and half a spot. Um, Berkeley fishing, yeah. Berkeley fishing, man. Berkeley and Abu. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dude, we're fortunate that we um that we're all doing good right now as far as our health. Um, we hope you all out there are healthy as well. Please stay healthy in mind and body and spirit as well as it's just staying away from the bullshit. You got to you got to keep yourself strong in these times of quarantine, okay? Stay strong mentally. It's important. The bass will be there for us. We will catch them. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 
the first ever Stray Cast live from the Happy House with Jordan Lee, brought to you by that the. That was good, the ending right that, there. That was amazing. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Andy, we got any music? Let's get let's go out with a bang. Where's Andy? Let's do oh. reggae. <laughs> I want to do reggae. Uh, we did reggae last time. Hey, reggae is always good. Reggae is always good. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. Let's turn it down just a tad, Andrew. Down at, a little Dick Dale yeah, almost. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of surfy. Ryan, did you see I skateboarded today? But I didn't. You skateboarded? Yeah, yeah. You look on the Instagram story. I skateboarded. I did not see that. But I, did. I can barely hear you now. I didn't skateboard, but I did. Oh, you did. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Bass Galaxy, thank you for coming aboard. This thin raft we sail in this bass universe. Stay healthy in all ways. I'm Pat Renwick. I've been your host tonight. On behalf of us all, we shall return next Wednesday night, God willing, 7 p.m. Central, right here. Straight Pass Cast Facebook, straightcast.net. Peace. Love you all. Later. See ya. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!